Hey, we live yet? Yeah, we should be going live. Oh, okay. Sheffern. Oh, all right. Yeah, I so, see. I think we got an interesting mix, too. Um, I think the dynamic is real strong. So let's let the people get up in the chat room first. Got people coming in. I hit them out of nowhere, but they're going to come. Yeah, I know. I think we got an interesting message. All right, hold on, let me, let me move that out. All right. Let everybody get in here for a minute, man. Yeah, this might be a slow build up into um, sound right now. We're polite, so. You know, I always want to be on a sound. Yeah, get us out the madness. Got to get out the damn madness sometimes. Got to get out the madness, bro. Seriously. Never get nothing done, man. I'm, I think, I think more and more and more, you kind of convinced me, Wuja. I don't want to, I don't want to admit it, yo. But you, more and more, <laughs> swear to God, yo, shit get me so, it get me so frustrated. Just the ignorance, man. Um, yeah, and you know what? That that debate we just did, man, that was so vital, man. It put us in a certain spot in a position, man. That ain't no need of going backwards. You feel me? Can't go backwards after that. Gotta go ahead and make sure we push forward on that. Sound yeah. yeah, push the push the point forward. I was just in the barbershop today talking about um vaccinations. Like it's like people is totally misinformed. It's that new wave. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's all of them. I'm gonna tell you two things that jumped off this year. Mm -hmm. That um, that Aborigine talk, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, and now this vaccine, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, at the, the vaccine talk was um, that was already brewing a little bit, you know what I mean? But um, definitely the last year was the 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 Abos and vaccines was um. You know what I mean? They was two things that needed to be addressed last year. You know what I mean? So the point need to be uh, driven home on both of them. Hmm. You know, after after the information is already put out, you know what I mean? It ain't. It shouldn't be about who won the debate no more. It's, it's just time to keep on showing and proving. Instead of arguing over, you know what I mean, whether who won or lost the the thing should be, you know, correct information. Keep giving the people the correct information. You know what I mean? So I definitely think it's the right thing. I sent you a video. I don't think you'd be looking at the uh Hell no. the the videos, but I sent the video with Tariq Nasheed on the breakfast club. I see it. What was yeah, well, he was sprinting that veteran, right? Yeah, yeah, man. I was like, man, wow. Look, look how big of a platform he just went on, you know what I mean? And said something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and people know him from Hidden Colors. So that's like the the false bias, the so-called conscious community. Most people first enrolled into the so-called conscious community be through Hidden Colors, mm -hmm. you feel me? And then they go research the different people that's on Hidden Colors. So they come to YouTube and punch those people's names in, you feel me? Polites and all of them. Yeah. So, you know, when and, and then you can punch in a video where all of those different people is uh speaking against vaccines. 
You know what I mean? From Tariq Nasheed to uh, uh, Umar Johnson, you know what I mean? To Polite, all of the major hitters on Hidden Colors, you know what I mean? Is anti-vaccination. Mm. And, and that video, those, that series is, is huge in the black community. You mean the hidden pseudos? <laughs> yep. I mean, but that be people pseudos. first. That's the first inroads into the so-called conscious community. Yeah, yeah. So we against that. We definitely against that. Hey, sister, Kyle, where Danny at? Where Truth at? Neither. Raw born. All right. So okay. Um, so the nice show. We basically. We got almost a member from all the families on. Um, so we basically want to talk about, you know, what's in the name? Why do we name ourselves what we named ourselves? All right, and, and, and what is it that we're going to do going forward? Because at this point, we got to organize real strong now because now it's serious because now, you know, now we're to the point where we talk about our health. Um, so when you start to talk about the health of the community and the health of black people, uh, it's, it's, it's important to get the right information and to carry forward uh, right methodology, the whole nine yards. This is important, man. And so now it's time to be serious because uh, me, I saw um, Garfield and Unbiased, man, we was in a crowd of the most, some of the most ignorant people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right? And certain, it was your opinions. They was rude. So you, if you're in a room full of people that, that feel entitled, uh, on, on top of being uh, uh, European, it's a hell of a mix right there. And especially when they think it's then to be pseudo on top of all that. So that was a very, very hostile crowd, um, very interesting situation for us. And, and we was up against it at the end of the day. And the community just did not support us on that. And I felt that to be very, very interesting. So let's go ahead and get this thing, thing kicked off, man. Look, Black African power was good, was happening, a well-organized lie. Defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woo-hoo-wee. Man, y'all already know what it is, man. God killer in the house. We come to do what we got to do. We're going to do what we got to do. We standing tall. We standing strong. Hey, man, it's all the families in the building, y'all. What's good, family? You know we're here to do our thing. We want to make it clear uh, exactly what it is we do and why we do what we do. So I think it's time for us to get a little distinction on, you know, like, why the Unraw Squad? Why the Sharshoe Marnie Madanetra? Uh, why the Mossy Clan Warriors? Why the Pseudo Killers? Why all these names? What's the, what's the purpose of that? Why MBK? Why, why do we do what we do? Right, and what's behind the name? So I know a saw can't be too long. So um, let me just start off with the Unraw Squad. Right, the Unraw Squad is a research team. Right, we know we got a pseudo community. So y'all hear Unraw Squad, y'all automatically think that all of a sudden we tied to some type of religion, some type of religious organization, and that's not the truth. The Unraw Squad was not formed to to be a religious group. It was formed to deal with the scholarship. So like if black people have the right to practice what they want to practice. So I think it was always important to understand what it is that you're practicing. 
what is the historical reality behind what you're practicing? And so the squad was definitely there for that. We was also there to make sure that the community was African-centered, right? In their scholarship, right? To look at the world through the eyes of the African. This is also an essential role for the Amaral squad. Um, so we deal with archeology, span paleontology, um, we, we deal with linguistics, you know what I'm saying? And so it, it's very, very important to have these types of studies to reach a common goal. We also teach evolution um, and we stay on the side of science. And so the Unraw Squad is a research group, not a religious group. You keep your religion outside the squad. We got a rule on the Unraw Squad though. You can't be a Muslim, a Christian, or Jew. You can't practice that, right? And you gotta have support of the black family. Plain and simple, like you gotta support the black family, I believe in the black family. So you already eliminated from being on the Unraw Squad. One, if you got a white wife, you kind of done, hmm. right? Two, if you're a Muslim, Christian, or Jew, you just kind of done. That's just some personal things that the group decided to make sure we wouldn't push forward. We wanted to be an example for black people. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. So you can definitely practice traditional African religion and be on the Amaral squad. You just can't bring it in the group and affect your scholarship. We want to keep that separate. You know what I'm saying? So like that leaves room for me to be an atheist, real black atheist, right? That leaves room for Brother Saul to practice Ifa. That leaves room for, for, for Wuja. I don't know what he practices. He might not practice nothing. But, but, but it does not get in your way. So you can't look down on me on the Amaral squad because I just don't believe, right? You can't look down on Asar because he's an Ifa practitioner. Since Jetty Neva, because he practices Ifa and he might practice uh, Egyptian spirituality. You can't look down on me for that. He also, we can't bring it in the group, right? And start putting that. So early in the game, right? Um, we were talking about atheism and, 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 and what it was in Africa. And we had excellent conversations around that. But you want to add something real quick, Ujah? I mean, my fault, uh, Asal. Um, nothing in particular. Uh, you, you seem to be, you know, hitting it on the money thus far. And so if, if I have anything to add, you know, I'll, I'll jump in. Okay. All right. What about you, Wu? What do you think our common goal is for the Amaral squad? Just basically around the name and, you know, what do you feel is towards that, bro? Uh, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Uh, well, I don't have anything to add, uh, actually, to what you said. Uh, I will say this, though. Mm -hmm. um, if a person were to be introduced to a group calling themselves Damara Squad, as we do, then I can understand their assumptions uh, that, they, that they may make, that we may be, quote, unquote, comedic. You know what I'm saying? So I, so I do understand people linking the members of the Amara Squad because of the name Amin Ra Squad to some form of belief system or whatever dealing with comedic, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that is, you know? So, so I, 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 I'm just saying that to say that I understand it, but they, they will be wrong. And so I guess our job is to make, make it clear and, and kind of put that out there ahead, ahead of that assumption. So that's all I would add. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, okay, basically that's all it is for the Amaral Squad. Going forward, uh, we got a lot of books coming out. 
I know Brother Saul, I've got some books coming out and I got a book uh, that's going to drop this year. Um, so uh, it, it's about writing all the time. And Wuja, I know you got some books coming out too, but I know a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? Um, don't you got something coming out, Wuja? Yeah, and I'm actually going to uh, show the cover of mine because uh, it's going to come out by April and it's going to be um, a descriptive grammar, full analysis of the grammar of Rodney Kemet or the ancient Egyptian language, the old speech, uh, which includes old and middle Egyptian. Uh, and that's slated to be out by April and we'll see, but I, I'll show the cover. But yeah, that's that's my um, most recent project. Yeah, so so the goal of the squad, man, is to keep pushing forward uh, to really and really organize, you know, really organize our truth. I think that's going to be very, very important for us going forward, uh, just to keep the community uh, informed. Um, and you know, and and I think the more organized we are, uh, the better off I think the community will be. Right. But let me get. Uh, I think let, let's get, let's do before you, before you before you introduce the next person. I, um, yeah, yeah. Last commentary reminded me to say this is that. Would, would people have to uh, mature to the point and understand is that you can be a part of a group and not agree with everything that may be consensus to a particular group. And this is the difference between you know those who technically who who usually follow the the Abrahamic faiths because you got to be all in or not you can't just be like I believe this part and then don't believe this part so what you have is those people who have the that background trying to impose those Abrahamic restrictions on African people like I can be a part of something and not agree or believe every aspect you know of it and everything will be fine and so we got to understand that people have agency and their agency allows them to 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 have their own world view and still be a, an, an individual within community and as as long as we keep this in our in our minds we won't have to um have these beliefs that everyone, you know, in the group is is monolithic, in Facts. Sense, you know. And so again, African folks do not have the same restrictions as the Abrahamic to where you have to believe it all or nothing. That's not how that's how it rolls, and, and that doesn't and that ideology doesn't trickle into um the Amara squad and i don't think so in any of the other groups who are also represented here tonight so i just wanted to say that uh in addition um before y'all moved on but i end there and i i want to add something very very quick to that is that um people that was well said and but people um realize it i mean they don't realize it but they actually uh, do that as well whether they're abrahamic or not um, not not everyone agrees um, when you live in a state like we live in the state of Georgia. Not everyone uh, agrees with everything just because you are a citizen of Georgia. And so you are a citizen of Georgia or you are a citizen of a particular county or what have you. You don't have to agree 
And most people don't agree with everything all across the board. So for some reason, when it comes to a smaller group, um, that trickles down, you know, like as, as Asar already said. But I want to say that people already experience that in their daily lives already. That, you know, it's not that you got to force everybody. We're not, we're not creating the, the Star Trek Borg where everyone is the exact mental clone of each other and so on and so forth. Great point. And in I'm Ross Barman, we said it, we said the round table. And um, like an African council, so everybody's voice can be heard. Uh, where, where the women's voices are just as important as the male voices. Um, this is this is important so that the women won't get drowned out. Um, Sister Naya and Dr. Oyamaya, they're two important people. Uh, and an integral part of what we do, but their voices will and can always will be heard. Um, so like, it's a lot of checks and balances on Amaral squad, and I think that's important. So, you know, we battle all the time. On the inside, we fight and battle all the time, right? I, I think we play so rough with each other sometimes, right? I think when we go to the outside world, they just can't handle it. I don't know. I don't know if they soft, I don't know. But I don't want to get into all that. So let's deal with the Shashi money, 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 nature. Did I say that right, Uja? Did I say uh, that right? <laughs> I've gotten so used to you saying it that way. That sounds. Was... <laughs> <laughs> you you done made it sound right. Did I mean? <laughs> I was just about to say, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard him say it right. <laughs> you know, I just I just accepted it. But it's uh, Sashu. Sashu. Um, Sashu, Ma'ani, Metanetra. But um, so, okay, I'll, I'll kick it off and I'll start. Uh, but prior to me starting, as I said, I was going to show the cover of my upcoming book. And so while I'm talking, people will be able to see it. The Ancient Egyptian Orthography and Grammar, first edition, a synchronic descriptive grammar of the older speech of Kemet. So you have Sesh. Uh, Sesh Metanetra, which is the writing system, and Rodney Kimmet, which is the actual language. And that's what the cover is. Um, is. It may change, but, you know, uh, tell me what y'all think about the cover um, later on. All right, so the Seshu Mani Metanetra, um, in terms of a name, we actually have a splash page on our website, uh, and the website is Sesh Metanetra, not Seshu, but SeshMetanetra.com which is the name, the indigenous name of the writing system. So it's seshmedunetra.com. We have a, um, a link and a splash page, um, a landing page for the seshu, and we break it all the way down. So I'm not gonna be long with it. With it. You can go there and, and get the details. But in gist, the name seshu ma'ani medunetra um, comes from you know the meanings of, of all those words. So seshu, is Osesh is the word for scribe or to inscribe, as, as it refers to people, scribes. Uh, Ma'a is a word that means loyal, true, or real. And I'm just giving some basic um, uh, meanings of these words for you. Uh, the word ni in our word, in our uh, title, is the word of. Medu is, we translate this as words or communication. And nature is divine. All right. And we know nature can can uh, roll out into a long conversation, but for simplistic reasons that we just say divine. And so our name comes from an actual attested um, group of scribes. And it comes from a, uh, the fifth line of a Stella 
uh, inscription of a 13th dynasty king known as Neferhotep from Abydos, okay, or Abju, Abydos, um, Egypt. And so in the fifth line, uh, I'm just going to read this. It's short, and I'll just read this real quick. Uh, where are we at? It's, it's saying, um, and I'll just read the translation. It's um, talking about, well, let me just give you the gist of, of the context. It's where the king is um, wanting to do some research for something that he wants to get ordered or to order uh, people to do. And so he needs, to, he needs information. So he consults uh, a group of scribes to go and search records on his behalf to bring back the information for him. And these scribes are referred to as Seshu Ma'ani Medunetra. And that's the inspiration for our name. And that's, a, that's the inspiration for the group and the mission of the group is to raise a, a, um, a, a class of scribes that are able to read the language and to consult and survey the text on behalf of those who may not have the time or whatever the case is to be able to, to do it themselves. So we will be the go-to people, just like the king, um, just like in, the, in this particular king's case, he had a go-to team where he can consult. So we are raising a group of scribes that are, that are able to fulfill that um, job as well. So we refer to ourselves as the loyal scribes of divine words in hopes to be true scribes of divine words, which means we will acquire all the skill sets that, are, that it will be necessary to um, read different texts and to be able to ascertain meanings and be able to explain it to other people. And so that's the gist of, of what we're called and why we um, call ourselves that name. Now, as far as um, what the group itself, it is a co-ed. It is uh, made up of men and women. Uh, we don't discriminate uh, gender uh, or age. And in order to be a part of the group, you have to show a beginner's level proficiency or competency in the language. So you either have to have some kind of um, training. Now you can be an autodidact, you can teach yourself, but we have to be able to, um, you know, uh, judge, you know, your level of competency. So, you know, whether you take a class with me or take a class with another uh, teacher and scholar, that's, that's perfectly fine, but we will uh, require a competency test of you to be able to join because you have to have a, a basic or beginner's level proficiency in the language to actually uh, join the group officially. And so we're going to roll that out even more in 2020. And um, so you'll see more involved with that in, ter in terms of different projects that we are involved with. And lastly, the group Sessu Mani Metanetra, it's as a group, we plug into a larger institution. All right. So, so we're not, you know, it doesn't end with us. So we're, we plug into a larger institution uh, that's going to encompass a lot more uh, than just scribe or um, being able to read and write um, in terms of Egyptian text. All right. So it's a larger um, institution that's going to deal with um, more things dealing with ancient Kemet, but not specifically or all the time dealing with uh, the writing and reading. All right. So and I guess that's just about it. And I, I guess other members of the Seshu, we have um, Sonnet or sister Emiket, who um, who has uh, been a member from the, the beginning. And she's written a book. She's actually a, a scribe. She's written a book. And teach, her book is actually teaching you how to actually write 
the uh, glyphs starting with the, the basic 24, or what we call monoliterals, which would be equivalent to an alphabet. Um, we have another book uh, as far as coming from the group, uh, which is a rebuttal to Professor Walter Williams and his claim that the Egyptian hieroglyphic writing system has never been deciphered and all of the people who followed that uh, train of thought. We wrote a book um, to refute and rebut that claim um, from A to Z. We left no stone unturned. That's a publication that we produced uh, as well. So I think I've covered just about um, everything. And, and somebody can uh, fill in uh, from the group if, if you feel I missed anything. Yeah, we got a YouTube page too. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. So we have a YouTube page that 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 we have a lot of videos on there. Uh, it's called the Seshu Mighty Metal Natural YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to that. We had um, two running shows for, for about a year and a half. Uh, one was called Freestyle Fridays, where we had fun exercises to uh, transliterate and translate random text people send to us or pull up or anything. It was it was our, our way of um, checking uh, our skills from memory. We didn't crack open any books. We would go through text, um, you know, as the name implies, freestyle. Another show we had was Divine Words Wednesdays. That's where we had more formal presentations where we whip out the PowerPoints or the, um, you know, different presentations and a single topic driven where we would explain certain um, aspects of the culture or the language and things like that. So those two running shows, the archives are on our channel and we've taken some time off. We haven't been as active um, late last year, but in 2020, you best believe we're gonna crank things back up. So make sure you subscribe and um, so you can get noti notified when we do go live and we're going to keep up with what we've been doing and we're going to add to uh, the list of things and list of shows that we do. Oh, we also have a Facebook group under the same name, Sessu Mighty Metanature. If you have any questions about or any information you want to share, also, uh, same thing, you know, join the Facebook group if you're on Facebook. And now I think I've covered everything. Where Emmy Cat at? Where you at, Emmy Cat? Yeah, I, yeah, I think uh, everything got covered. I can't add more. Uh, but yeah, just to clarify, we've been taking a break, but not really taking a break. We've been, um, you know, going through the grammar with Saboja. So we're definitely looking forward to finish that and um, share some more, you know, with you guys. Okay. Hey, I, I really appreciate your work, sis. Uh, appreciate uh, your temperament, and I appreciate how you build them through those heads too, with the correct information and the correct knowledge, y'all. So I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do well. <laughs> yeah, you sharp. Yeah, sister, yo, you real, you you sharp. Period across the board, and you know, and a lot of people don't necessarily know who you are, and they don't necessarily know the Shawshank. Wait, the Shawshank Money Metanetra group. It's a very very powerful group. <laughs> very strict. What's uh, the name up again? But I'm doing. It. <laughs> oh, no, uh, it's yeah, just, just think yeah. about sneezing like hachu. Yeah. So just say hachu, and then just leave the rest out. Hachu. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But you know, that's a very the, the group. Uh, I think that, I mean I really appreciate this group though. And be honest with you, uh, very strict and very serious with their scholarship. And, and very, very respectful. I think, you know, the character over there is real, 
And I really appreciate that. And I often tell the story of me quoting Dr. Benz, they came from the beginning of the now, the God happy dwells. You know, I had my sword out and they kind of broke me down, but they did it in a way that was, you know, was serious. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to respect them from that, from that point moving forward. Uh, you know, sometimes you just test people to see how they're going to act. And they, you know, they did that right. So I always appreciate that about them. They gave me the sources and the references and why the statement just wasn't right. And then they demonstrated it. So, you know, for me, man, that's always the, 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 the serious for me, man. So I appreciate you. How, how about you, uh, June? Were you at June? Like to add something? You in that, you in that group? Yeah, right here. Uh, yeah, peace to the panel. Mm -hmm. uh, peace and blessings to everybody watching. Um, they, they covered it all. I just want to say for me, man, a special shout out to you, Aunt. I love what you're doing, bro. And you've been doing it for years. A lot of people don't know that. You got tapes that go way back, you know? Mm -hmm. So just keep doing what you're doing. Aunt, Aunt, uh, it might be about the group, but uh, I just want to give you a special shout out, man. Right. You've been uh, putting in a lot of work and it's definitely appreciated. Mm. Thanks, bro. But yeah, anybody, um, anybody interested in learning the language, and which in turn will give you more insight on the culture, I definitely would advise taking Wujau's classes. Um, also, Asar is another one of a brilliant, a brilliant brother. You know, it's it's an honor to be on a panel with with, with you fine gentlemen. So I just please, if anybody is interested in taking it up on any level. Please consult with these brothers, good teachers. And uh, with that, I just I, I'll be I'll be listening in. So I'm gonna say hotel. All right, brother Jim, appreciate you. Mariana, what's going on, brother? Talk to us about the group. Peace, peace. Um, yeah, man. Like they said, man, they they, they pretty much covered it, you know. But <clears throat> yeah, we practice correct method over here, you know. Mm. Don't nobody. A lot of brothers in the group, we don't get out of pocket, none of that stuff. We read the Maximo Pataho tap. We follow it to a T. You know, we learn from Asar, one of our master teachers, Seba Wujao. And once he dropped the grammar book, you know, we're going to kick it up another notch. You know, we uh we got the YouTube page. <clears throat> Excuse me. We drop, we drop, all, we drop a lot of video. It, it ain't really too much text that we have not covered. And a lot of people see people pulling up text and they so-called translating it, but they really got it from our page. You know, they just won't say it. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I'm going to leave that there. Because, <laughs> you know, we, we, we talk in the back and we like, man, that look real familiar. You know, somebody, some people, people watch our page, they just don't give us the credit. They don't give us the just do. And that's why we respect you, because you bring us on the platform Cause we ain't cocky with it, you know. We sit back, we sit back, we do our work, you know. We do our research, sharpen each other's swords, you know. And you bring us out, bring us out in the daylight. So we, we appreciate that. Yeah, y'all lethal, yo. I, I, um, I mean, man, it's part of the vision, bro. All jokes aside, man, it's a beautiful thing to sit back and just look at, you know, how the vision works, man, and, and how it's in sync, and how much work we can do going forward. You know what I'm saying? And just how how structured certain parts of this is, man. And that's that's a very structured part of it, man. I, I promise you that. So I, so I appreciate you, uh, brother Ahmed, all day long. You, June, you know what I'm saying? I'm a cat, man, I, I really appreciate y'all. 
right. I, I do want to add something um, that, you know, we we have a bona fide curriculum. You know, we don't we don't do this, you know, just haphazardly or arbitrarily. We actually have a curriculum. We have a structure. We have discipline. Um, and we also focus on building character as well. But what I'm sharing on my screen right now is is a, a visual aspect of our curriculum and we put it in a pyramidal uh, format based on the three seasons um, you, of course using it um, figuratively uh, dealing with uh, three seasons of, of ancient Kemet and each three of these levels uh, have three stages within them so it's a total of nine stages and you can see just the gist of what you learn at each of those stages and so it's a it's an accumulative curriculum where you accumulate knowledge based on the previous stage that you have um, gained proficiency on, and so so I just wanted to put that out there for people uh, that that we take this serious, and like I said, it's co-ed men and women, and so far Emicat has been holding it down uh, as far as um, our our um, only uh, a female that's been you know pretty much spoken, but in 2020. There's a there's a lot more coming. You know, I have a I have a, a current class group of about nine um, sisters that will be uh, joining, you know, that will be, you know, coming to the forefront. And also with the grammar, I have an excellent um, I have to say this. I have an excellent I've been having excellent groups of people that, that they take this stuff serious. They're disciplined and they're learning it um, just like you would learn any other language and take it take it serious uh, as well. And so. Um, just wanted to give a shout out to all everybody who who's, um, you know, taken my classes with me over the years, you know, um, have some people who never, who haven't completed it, but if they'll come back and complete it. And I always leave it open for people to do so. And so, again, like uh, Satep said, uh, Satep is, is part of the um, original crew as well, as far as the Seshu um, as well. But as he said um, in June, if you want to learn uh the a beginner's level of Sesh Medunetra and Ronnie Kimmet. And then this year after April, I will be doing public um classes for the grammar. If you want to learn, you can uh you know contact any of them, contact me, go straight to the website, seshmedunetra.com, as well as sableuniversity.com, which is actually where we hold the actual course, online course that's self-paced. You can go at your own pace and you could join in our live sessions. So I just want to put all of that out there so people will know, no excuse, um, that we give you access to learn and we take it serious and, and you know, um, we make sure that we, we take care of you. All right. So just wanted to make sure everyone knows all that. Mm -hmm. How about you, Sean? I know you in, you're in a couple groups. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. just you next. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Um, just being a member of the session was cool. Um, I get to, and I think this is, this is the advantage that I actually have, is that I get to not only be with Sinet uh, Emiket and uh, all my brothers in the Seshu and Sable Jawu, but we got Sinjeti, we got you, we got Saw, we got Dr. Ma'at Nahisi, um, you know, uh, smash, we got a lot of people that actually set a bar or a standard for us outside of just, you know, the mark that our ancestors left for us to build on. 
um, that I think a lot of people have gotten away from. Um, but being a member of the SESU, because it is in a controlled environment, you actually get an opportunity to learn. So uh, fundamentally, you're building these levels. And then when you're introduced behind the scenes to uh, linguistic work by SAR and these different type of methods and how they function and the detailed work that people really don't see on the outer end, because it's, it's you know something that's closed door to everybody, you, you kind of see why we take what we do serious. You know what I'm saying? And I think you said a lot of times that we know we get real serious about the things that we do because we dedicate a lot of our times to make sure that we're trying to be as efficient as possible. And and uh, Sebu Jawu does not hand out certificates easily. Uh, you ain't getting it if you ain't, you know, if you're not meeting I that can't point. get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ain't getting a ticket if, you know, you're not getting your, uh, your certificate if you're not meeting the mark. So he takes that, he takes pride in that. And we feed off that energy from him, you know, because of the, the standard that he actually sets. Man. So, um, yeah, I look forward to getting back into the groove of everything uh, and, and just running away with 2020. Um, he's big on, you know, statements. And I think that the statement for 2020 is organizing the facts and, you know, and the session will be a huge part of organizing the facts one way or another. Dead on right. Okay. All right. So that's the translating team right there, man. Dedicated uh, to getting it right. So if y'all out there messing up them Egyptian texts and playing them games, man, look, man, you know, I'm going, I'm going to where it's translated at. So whenever I need help with something, I know where to go to. I got tools. I use my tools, my resources to tell a complete African story. So let's jump to the Masi clan warriors, man. Oh man, what can I say about the Masi clan warriors? Man, they serious group, man. Um, like seriously, uh, me and brother Ben decided it was time uh, to actually uh, put together a group dedicated to West Africa. Um, and you know, West African spirituality, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I know I personally, personally chose the Masi because of what the Masi did in history. You know what I'm saying? What the Masi did in history was, was profound. They held strong to their own custom and traditions in an environment where you had Muslims, Christians, you know what I'm saying? Other rogue tribes vying for position. These Masi, man, they just held strong to their own African traditions, right? And they had a prophecy. And the prophecy was when the first white man enters the land, you know what I'm saying? Man, the tribe is done. And they held clear to that. You feel me? They held clear to that all the way up to the 19th century. You know what I'm saying? So for me, the Masi is my favorite, you know, African people. For me, you feel me? Because they understood, you know, uh, uh, context. They understood trade. Uh, they understood uh, 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 who they was in this environment. They understood that. And so, you know, the Masi, you know what I'm saying, the name actually comes from a real uh, 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 African group. Um, so, yeah, the Masi, young individuals, serious, serious about their studies. I can't really tell you about everybody's religious persuasion. Maybe Sean would like to add to that. I know Brother Ben, 
Oh uh, man, he 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 straight traditional system. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we done been through it. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We get them them battles get 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 heated when it comes out of religion sometimes. But you know, to Brother Ben's credit, man, he's he has stirred the group in a very, very organized and very, very positive way. You know what I'm saying? Uh uh, you know, brother Kofi, you know what I'm saying? Give everybody name, Sean. I know you know everybody name. Yeah, so uh, the, the newest member of the Mossy Warrior clan is uh, our, our dear brother out of Washington, D.C., uh, Michael Hope. Um, uh, he has a strong Instagram page. He does a lot of work, and he's a, a published author. Uh, we got Fortune Fave, uh, our dear brother Fortune, you know, always pseudo slaying and beating up on uh, the, uh, the Israelites. <laughs> Uh, we got Amin Ma'atra, another published author um, on the team. He's quiet in the background. Uh, usually Bill's when, uh, with us in the cut. Um, you already mentioned Kofi uh, Paisai. You know, he got the Kofi Paisai TV channel as well. And um, he's also a member of the SESU uh, as well. And... Um, you know he's got he's got some work that he needs to publish. It's already written. He need to do his artwork and finish his edits and put his put his uh, work out, and then he'll be uh, published. But he also has work published in the uh, Killmonger's Corner, which is a Pan African journal um, that's that's ran by a brother of Black Panther, who is a Igungun priest. Um, <clears throat> No, a real one. Real one, no a fake. Real one. Let me say this again. I ain't gonna get nobody in trouble. <laughs> real one. Like real, like go to the continent and learn from a real one. Real. It's a big difference here between acting like something and being something. And by the way, we wouldn't allow that type of behavior in the Masi anyway to be faking it. We don't play that. None of the families you gotta be. If you're on a translating team, then you better be able to read Metanets and translate it. Ain't no front to what we're doing. There is no front we dead serious about what we do around here. That's why I personally find offense when people try to, you know, trick that off and act like they're doing something and not. That's why I take offense to that. Because this is serious for our people. And and two things are certain, you know what I'm saying? One thing is for sure, uh, the Massey clan warriors is exactly what that is. The Massey clan warriors. But go ahead, Sean. I just had to add it in. <laughs> Yeah, then we got brother, we got brother Aziz. Um, brother Aziz is, uh, he speaks French. Um, he's here. He's, uh, I think he's in Ohio uh, currently where he works a lot, but um, we got him. Good brother, quiet on the set. Um, somebody looking to get on, on from the phone. Um, we have big brother Nahisi. I say big brother because that's exactly how he acts. The silent assassin keeps us sharp, make sure that we're also being scientifically literate in our research. If there's something that we're going over, something like that, we had those type of bills where he'll slide in some information that he thinks that we need to be put up on and uh, to look for some in certain areas of study when we're uh, combing through a lot of the research that we actually do to keep our channel up and running and things of that nature, and what you can find on YouTube as well under the Mossy Warrior Clan. Uncle already gave you the uh, the prophecy 
um, which you know, uh, you also can find the prophecy in the destruction of the of black civilization by Chancellor Williams. Um, I'm also a member of the Klan. Uh, like I said, Brother Black Panther put out the Conscious Community's first Pan-African journal. I think that was a big deal um, because it set a standard and it continues to set a standard. He also has some children's books uh, that he's also published. Um, so he does have published works outside of the journal. And he's working with Dr. Ma'at on volume three of uh, her uh, cartoon series, Mail Track. No, Animated so, Lessons. Animated Lessons. Yeah, anima you're right. Animated Lessons, because that's exactly what they are. So uh, you may see some research from the Masi Warrior Clan and uh, show up in that presentation that Dr. Ma'at told me. But uh, yeah, you can go to the... Um, you can go to Amazon and pick up Killmonger's Corner. Uh, we're uh, he's working on some uh, submissions for part two of the release that he's looking to put out uh, later this year. So one one still selling, and we need to continue to sell and support and get behind that journal. Um, like I said, man, I'm just fortunate because I get to I get to uh, to learn from a saw. I get to learn from you, brother. I get to learn from everybody on the Amara squad, period. Say, Wu Jiao, and, the, and the, the standard is set. Like when you look at other groups, uh, or if you look at other people and how they do things, they don't have, um, it's not in a controlled environment. It's murky and all over the place, and you don't have a standard. It's like you allow, uh, people are allowed to get by uh without having published works and um and doing the type of work or research that we actually do um some of them are just bullet like some people say bullet uh bullet point scholars you know they only get into the the ring to do to argue and things of that nature well there's a high standard for us and we all are trying to adhere to that standard that has been set by the uh the core group of the families and then we kind of vibe all off of each other so Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That, well, that's the Mossy. Serious and strong, man. Let me, uh, I see, hey, this you, Alan? Yo. Truth. What's going on, Alan? How you doing, brother? I'm good. What's good with you, man? What's good? Yeah, man. I see MBK in the building, man. Talk to us, man. Where the MBK name came from, brother? Uh, I had a long story, bro. You know the story. <laughs> yeah, but the, uh, the nigga brew killer. <laughs> That's how it started. <laughs> tell the people, tell the people, man. Nah, you know, it started all with other brothers that, you know, I was talking to on the side. And that's um, uh, brother Darrell, that's MVK, True Story, and Jehudi. So they've been doing they and Maru and a couple of other people. But they've been doing their one two step uh, attacking the, the pseudos. And, you know, the, they sat down and said, all right, we got to change direction. We're gonna be doing. We're not gonna do that no more. We're gonna call it new black knowledge. <laughs> and why it's called new black knowledge? It's not new information. It's just information that is not really talked about in the uh, public sphere in these type of settings. And that's dealing with the history of West Africa and dealing with the history of free blacks and enslaved people in America. We found that that is a niche, and there's something that's missing inside the community. We found that 
most people, uh, what you would say, kind of skip across that that one part and it leaves a blip. So that's the land we chose to stay in, and that's where we do. So, you know, me, I deal with fitness. I have videos on there that I deal with um, youth programs in the summer. I try to video it, et cetera. True Story does a bunch of things I can't, you know, really talk about uh, 100% what he does, but he does a lot of stuff that's in community, dealing with specific aspects of politics and how to change things that's in the community. Uh, Brother Jehudi, he does his thing. Brother, uh, um, Brother Chris, he's a part of the team. We got Sister Kava. Uh, we got Brother Sinead. And, you know, everybody kind of talks to each other. So whoever's a part of whatever organization that's about pushing information, even if it's a dislike somewhere, you're going to come across each other because we, we love information. So you're just a bunch of group of people who like to put these forward. You also have... Uh, sister Tiana, and she's a frog, and uh, she likes to take trips to Africa, and she's a part of MVK, and, you know, she does her little organization thing over there and promotes that aspect. So that's what, you know, MVK is about. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. You know, I always appreciate MVK. You know, girl, that's my man right there. My man for a while, yo. What you My back. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. He always had my back, just across the board, man. And I appreciate MBK always had my back. Whenever I need some information, I can go get that. They MBK is certified. You know what I'm saying? You know, if I'm saying something certified, this shit is fucking certified all the way. All right? And, you know, that's a, that's a research group over there. They serious about what they do. And you know what I'm saying? They always had, you know what I'm saying, my back. And I can I can say that. You know what I'm saying? We've been through our ups and downs, but that's just how family go from time to time. Be up and down. Hey, I see you in the building. Well, I see you, Smash Rock Wells. What's good, man? Magi Archers, man. What's up, man? Yo, yo. What's good, man? Uh, everything's well, man. I'm still in the parking lot tuning in, but peace to the squad and the panel. I just wanted to tune in and get a uh, get a taste, but I'm outdoors right now, so you know what it is. Yeah, I know what it is. Real, real quick, real quick, Smash. Get them people the name of your book, man. Why you wrote that real quick? It's Magi Handbook for the Conscious Community. I wrote that book a couple years ago, and if y'all ain't got it, y'all missing out on the treat. A lot of good knowledge, uh, you know what I'm saying, that book. Magi, Handbook for the Conscious Community. Mm, yeah, that's real. All right, Smash, you know how it go. <laughs> I watched that video over there when you shot that book up, yo. <laughs> Let me stop, boy. God almighty. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to shoot some other books up. I got a couple books that going to be shot up, too. Okay, so I right, man, MBK man, uh, uh, you know, uh, man, I and, and you know, I, I appreciate that work, my dear Alan. Yo, we, you know, what I'm saying we gave them, we we gave them boys some work in that vaccine debate right there, yo. You know, what I'm saying we did, yo, and I appreciate the material you gave me to read. Uh, that you know, that was very, very helpful. What I was doing, and that was important. Right, 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 right. I'm to be a boy today. Huh? <laughs> I'm to be a man today. 
Uh, Jabari. <laughs> I ain't gonna bring his name up, yo. He messing. Up. <laughs> he mad. Get off that. Get straight off that. Okay, so yeah, we got uh, we got the pseudo killers. All right. Um, you know, uh, man, these brothers here, man. First of all, to be a pseudo killer, you just got to be atheist. Plain and simple. No religion, none of that. All right. Nowhere near, nowhere close. No matter what it is, it is what it is, man. And I, I respect that train of, train of thought. You know what I'm saying? Just just to just to share. You know, I'm not afraid of the religion. I'm not afraid of your gods. I'm not afraid of none of that. What I do want to do is I want to educate my people and keep the pseudoisms out of our damn community. Because as as we can see, that last debate we had, man, is dangerous, man. Not understanding what vaccines, what they're not. Not, not understanding what you should put in your body, all the information we get across the board, you know what I'm saying, with that, man, you know, that's, that, that's dangerous, man. And so, you know, all the groups help fight pseudoisms. Pseudoisms miseducate you, and when it comes to health, man, man, hey, them pseudoisms can get you killed, man. And that's just real. What you put in your body over time, man, you need to know what you put in your body. How you protect your family, your next generation, and what you tell them. Man, that, that, that's valuable right there. Where you at, Sheffrey? I'm right here. I totally agree. Um, you know, my particular field, you know, I'm I'm really, I'm, I'm at, um, I'm on the ground level with it, you know. Um, being a, a barbershop in the urban community, I basically get to uh, talk to people, you know, on the ground level every day about these situations and listening to y'all definitely helped me get my game up. Um, all of y'all, matter of fact, because it's not a topic that we don't cover in the barbershop. You know what I mean? And I, I would hate for somebody to uh, leave out of the barbershop misinformed. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, most conversations that black people is having, you know, uh, that's not on YouTube or who don't read books, you know what I mean, for the most part. They have uh, these conversations in the barbershop and they take these conversations, you know what I mean, and they have them with their families. It be kids in the barbershop, you know what I mean? So it, they can get uh, spent around the wrong way real quick. You know, I, I always been a reader, you know, but listening to y'all, my, my reading was limited before I started listening to y'all. You know, I had I had the older books. You know, I wasn't up to date, you know what I mean? But I had a good foundation. It was, uh, I was still reading um, the, the so-called classics, you know what I mean? Um, Destruction of Black Civilization and, you know what I mean? Um, all of those type of works, you know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, listening to y'all, I, I started to be, see, uh, the updated work, the updated works, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So y'all definitely helped me out. So I said, man, I'm gonna start reaching out to these guys, you know, and I like I like where it's going at. I want to do some work with um unbiased man him specifically. We spoke um today and I want man him to contribute something, you know, that, that can help push um the families forward. So mm -hmm. yeah, I appreciate what everybody do. Hey, Asa, I know you can go, man. You want to say something in closing, brother? 
No, just, uh, you know, everyone continue the good work. You know, when, uh, when I started what I did, you know, mad years ago when Blog Talk Radio first came out, um, the objective was simply to have the type of discussions that I would constantly have at the university in the general public and population, with the general public and population. So when it comes to Africana studies, I went to school for that, as well as uh, computer information systems. And so, you know, I already had built up these relationships with a lot of these scholars. So when I had my show, it was nothing just to call Professor this or Professor that to come and, and talk on these uh, these, these Africology to topics. And, you know, it was much needed because a lot of us in the, in the community didn't have those opportunities to have uh, Africana studies. And so, you know, my training is kind of uh, dual because at the first school that I was at, at Texas State University, we didn't have an Africana studies program or department. So we created study groups um, to learn our history. And then we would teach it to other people on the campus every Wednesday. It was a group that we had called Kumasi. And, um, and so, you know, we, cause we were a student organization, we can get money and we would bring in Naeem Akbar, you know, Ashra Kwesi, et cetera, et cetera, you know, saying to the campus or whatnot. It was different when I transferred to the University of Houston because they already had an Africana uh, studies program there. They didn't have a department, which means you couldn't get a, a, a bachelor's or a master's degree in it. You can only uh, minor. And, um, but, you know, they were already linked into the Temple School uh, here out of Philadelphia. And so, you know, being amongst these scholars and, and seeing this level of scholarship and information and then trying to have these conversations with people who were in the streets who didn't have this background, I knew I needed to do uh, something to to kind of bridge that gap. And so that's where you know, my entry into the public domain as far as social media is concerned, before it was even called social media back then, um, you know, comes. And so now it's, and, and back then I'm saying all this to say that it was really only like three or four uh, stations that would bring any kind of serious information about Africa and African people. And Unks was one of them. Uh, I forgot the other brother who was on at that time, but it wasn't that many. And so I'm, I'm happy to see now that the interest is growing and the seriousness of the, uh, the general public's interest, you know, in African studies is, is, is strong and not only just information for information's sake that they have in consideration in their minds of methodology you know, asking the question, could I be wrong? And how can I prevent myself from being wrong in terms of my analysis on, on this information? And that's what's generally missing. And that's what distinguishes, I think, this set of group, this uh, this group of people that's on this panel um, 
those who are represented and not represented, but um, and then just other types of groups as someone I had mentioned earlier. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that people are stepping out because, you know, I have my lane. I'm mainly ancient Egypt, Bantu Congo. That's, that's, that's where I stay. And so now you have groups focusing specifically on West Africa. You have one group specifically, you know, um, dealing with uh, the metanetric scripts and stuff to this nature. And, you know, you have other groups that kind of deal with some East African stuff. And so what you're seeing un, uh, unpurposely is really kind of a university system where you have different schools, you know, developing and you, you know, and, and it's good that it's being woven in and everybody's feeding off each other to create a kind of, you know, uh, communiversity in a real sense, you know, um, now. And, and with everybody writing text, um, that helps to solidify things more. And that's actually in the tradition of the Independent African Academy, um, you know, from the, from the likes of where the John Henry Clarks and John G. Jacksons and off the Schomburgs and things of this nature, they, they came from. And so um, I like to see this, you know, continue and everyone gets sharper and we start putting information together that, that challenges and rivals even what the professionals do, you know, and we're sharing resources and things of that nature. So um, without any kind of focus, I just wanted to, to emphasize that and uh, thank y'all for uh, continuing this conversation. And um, I'll see y'all when I see y'all. And uh, that's it. I'll holler at you in a minute, man. You know, I'll be coming at you. You know, <laughs> some text right when I be on their heads. You know how we do. I saw yeah. all this step up to me. If I'm going into the battle, there's only a few people I'm going to take with me. The saw is definitely one. Hey, that man Smash Rock Girls right there, Jonathan Owens, I'm not going to let you hide tonight, man. I want y'all to know how serious that man is right there. Man, he contacts the curator, you know what I'm saying, in the Dagger Museum and say, man, that text ain't right right there. See, that smashes legacy right there. You know what I'm saying? This dude actually, you know, corrects curators. I bet y'all didn't know that about Smash. Smash is dedicated to his studies. I mean, did, like, seriously, like, like, seriously, once he, once he get on the text and something he gonna do, man, that dude's serious, man. Any one of my favorite rappers, I got said. Where you at, Smash? You got a minute, real quick. I know you just sit back, parlaying. I know you probably working. I know how you do. You know what I'm saying? You got a second? Nope, you don't. It's all good. Where you at? Uh, let me see. I want to bring forth real quick. Y'all don't even know this man. Drag not real quick. Where you at? Oh, hey, what's man. What's cool. Hold on, Drag not. Smash, I can't hear you. Say something. Where you at? I can't hear you. <laughs> Meet that. Come back out. I know y'all got I'm <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, smash. I mean, let me see. Hold on. Let me see. I'll come back to smash. All right. Hey, drag not. Hey, you hear me? Yeah, introduce your brand, man. And and I'm gonna tell you, yo, you just a a, a a pseudo killer just by nature, just by the just by the 
the, the magnitude of your conversation. What's your, <laughs> like seriously, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm glad to have been on, shared a platform with you the other day. Uh, you know, we've been in contact for a while, mm-hmm. right? You've been on some real serious shows. You've been on the AP Experience, you know what I'm saying? And to get on that joint, you just gotta be real serious and not believing. And you gotta know what the hell you talking about at every moment. You know what I'm saying? So I had to slide you in, had to make sure you was part of the vaccine conversation and you're totally qualified for that. Like, we just want to stack the deck all the way against these people, man. What's your brand real quick, man? People in the community don't know you. It's time for them to really know who the hell you is. Go ahead, Dragnaut. Yeah, so uh, I call myself Dragnaut. People kind of get thrown off by the name. It's, it's something I made up when I was a, as a kid because I play online games and I get tired of people taking my name. So I said, let me make something of my own that people can't take. Nobody has this name. So I combined two words, dragon and dreadnought. So you got a, a mythical dragon and a damn giant ship, you know. And so that's that's where that name comes from. Last name is Silvis, my, my biological father's uh, last name. So I was like, I just need something short. But uh, yeah, so I got a YouTube channel going pretty good. Like I said, yeah, I was on the Atheist Experience. Uh, me and Matt Dillahunty, you know, we, we were kicking it before I was on there and I met him at a convention. But before then, I had talked to him uh, years ago, back when he was on a YouTube channel called The Magic Sandwich Show. And uh, so recently, I've like revitalized that channel because uh, the owner of that channel, you know, basically he's going to get his education. So I said, you know what? I like having conversations. I like people being challenged. Uh, that's that's what I'm about. You know, that's how I got to the place that I'm at is that people mm-hmm. challenge me and force me to do uh, something that a lot of people don't like to do is to acknowledge that you don't know everything, <laughs> you know, and that you need to sit down and sometimes learn and get your ass handed to you. But uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm cuss on here, but, my bad. but uh, you know, uh, you, you have to be challenged. And if you don't surround yourself with people who are going to challenge you and going to make you better, you can't be better. You just can't be sitting around people who are going to, yes, you know, that, yes, that just, you don't, you can't have yes men. Yes men don't make you better, you know? So uh, I got with, uh, you know, Imp Atheist and a few other uh, brothers and said, you know what, we need to kind of uh, try and, and share some of the knowledge that we have because, you know, it is fun. Uh, being out on the Google tubes and doing stuff, but you know, there's some serious issues where you got folks who come from the same background as us and they don't have some of these opportunities that we just so happen to have. And so it's, it's, it's kind of time to, to give back. It's time to uh, share that knowledge. And so I'm definitely going to uh, spend some time and try to dedicate some time to helping folks to fight this, this nonsense where, you know, uh, folks for some reason think that they can sniff essential oils and shit and that's going to protect them and their kids. <laughs> It's true, man. People say that. People tell me, it's like, yeah, no, that it's lady not. said that in the debate. Yeah, she said, take essential oils, man, and light, light up some, 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 I don't know what they call some it. sage, some incense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if that, if that was the case, the Native Americans, uh, you thank know, you. You know what I'm saying? If that was the case, yeah, thank you. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we go in the next half, we're going to talk about vaccines. I just wanted to let everybody, I just wanted to. You know, just tap you in for a minute because they don't know what they in for. They have no idea, bro. Like, seriously, they have no idea. Like, them days of really acting like they really was getting with anything with that, when you did them with that science, that with, with that vaccine science, like people, the community really thought they could get with us. Nah, they batted it up. 
Hey, politically incorrect, pseudo killer. What's good, brother? So, so on the pseudo killers, yeah, you know I'm saying we, we we got on vibes, we got double X. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we we we, we just here doing our thing. Where you at, politically incorrect? What's up, man? Pseudo killer. What's up? What's good? What's good? Peace to the panel, man. So you know, going forward, uh, what, what are your expectations for the pseudo killers? Keep killing the pseudos. <laughs> Yeah. First and foremost. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, what you doing, man? It, I this I've been trying to get in contact with him, Boss. He's probably like, who this weirdo? Nah, I he had on my page. Yeah, I I, I I I hit you back. What what where you be on what you on? Facebook, Instagram? Yeah, Facebook is probably the best way to get me. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to tap in with y'all boys. I know you and Double F be going crazy on each other. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I met uh, President Correct. He hit me up, man. He let me on his podcast, man. He got a serious podcast. Oh, yeah. Politically incorrect. You know what I'm saying? Uh, check, yeah. Podcast. Yeah. yeah, check us out. We're on iTunes, Spotify. Um, been building for about I don't know, like four years now. So. <clears throat> Um, yeah, talk about yeah, definitely. We we uh talk about a lot of different things. We don't just talk about consciousness, but we definitely tap in on the conscious topics. Um, so we had to bring you on just to uh keep it official. It's really only a handful of people you can really fuck with in the conscious community, really. But um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Me and Uncle always building, so I, I want to get unbiased on there. Um, and double X, just some younger voices. Sharon, I know he. All, on everybody's platform, you fuck around, see Chevron on Garfield and Aiden. <laughs> like, damn, I didn't know you was on here too. So, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I just want to tap in with everybody. But yeah, I'm doing the same thing. All yeah, right, I appreciate your work in the uh, pseudo killers too, man. I, I appreciate that, man. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Real quick, uh, and I'm going to come to you, Unbiased, and then I'm going to come to Sister Naya. Uh, man, I got it. It one of my best friends right here. Yes, uh, she actually helped me organize uh, just the whole thing. She been there from day one. That's Sister Kaba right there. Yeah, peace. What's going on, Kaba? NBK, I see you the whole nine yards. You man, you keep the whole goddamn thing right. What's up? What's happening? I'm gonna say I'm in Rosquad up to you, my brother Uncle and real black atheism is on the rise. You know it, NBK way fam. Um, peace to y'all. I had to jump in since we was having a reunion, you know. <laughs> Look at Uncle. <laughs> you know, since we was having a reunion, you know, but um I appreciate most of what I've heard tonight. You know, that's what we need, you know, during alliances, you know, in some way or another. And I like what was said earlier in regard to uh, us not all happening to align and you know think the same we shouldn't we shouldn't think just think the same you know i i you know i see a problem with that you know that's like group think but who's really thinking in the group <laughs> we all thinking the same but i'm just saying but i just want to say you know peace and power to everybody and and i think that um everything i heard tonight made a lot of sense you know and um unc has um worked diligently to push forward um, scientific literacy and, you know, information so that people could to get a better grasp on life, you know, and understanding life, you know, especially the science part, because I, you know, I love science. I love history, but I love science. <laughs> and me, uh, me, Unc, and the Heesey, we actually have these bills all the time 
uh, dealing with geology and paleontology and archaeology, man, we get deep, you know, we get real deep. And those are the conversations that really, you know, bring off that, um, that stimulation that that's needed so that you'll have realization, you know, in your reality. So I just want to let you know, I appreciate you all. I appreciate you much, Brother Unc, for what you do. You keep all this thing full scope. You keep everybody, you know, at where they need to be at bay, you know, and you always, you know, there's no better promoter out here, you know, I mean, you promote everybody, you know, and, I, and half the time, I don't even really think that you get enough of that back, my brother, but hey, if you can change one mind, or if you could bring forth some information where one person has thought, you know, begin to think critically, you know, then you've done your job, brother. So I want to big up you for everything you're doing for all of these different groups and all of the families. Appreciate y'all, Sister Kaba. Love y'all. And and that's all I want to say. I'm going to jump off, get out, out the way, but I just want to jump in, you know. Peace okay. and love to everybody. You hear me, brother? You work, you work harder than me. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I don't know, bro. I don't know. We all do our thing. We all got a lot going on. Families, our family lives, and, you know, children the youth it's, it's a lot of things that Man. that we all work for so this right here we don't be nobody's really paid for you know getting here putting out information spending countless hours talking to everybody nobody's making money for this but i feel like it's a liaison to create new adventures to make money and to bring economic uh, you know uh, stability in in one's own life you know and possibly in their community life so i appreciate y'all i'm gonna jump off but Peace and power to the entire panel and everybody yeah, this in the chat. This is a surprise to me. It ain't, it ain't never <laughs> been on a damn thing. Must uh, be you, a know I'll be, you know I'll be jumping on yeah. the platforms and all that. You know that. You know I ain't Basically. about it. I ain't about it, brother. <laughs> the world is going on. <laughs> but peace and love, fam. I'm, I'm out, brother. Peace and love. Peace I and got love. you. Peace, fam. Yeah, I'm Boss. Where you at, brother? Pseudo killer on deck, man. Real fast. Peace. Yeah, I'm just... Very, I feel like I'm very lucky and very privileged to be around thinkers. Uh, I'm a rock squad, dagger squad, uh, Masi clan, everybody on the panel, pretty much. Um, and I'm just glad that my personal research didn't fall on deaf ears, um, provided a platform for me to speak and be heard, and I'm being well received. So I'm just very gracious for that. That's because you used to bang on me. <laughs> Hang on, did you <laughs> yeah, so I was pseudo my entire life until. Yeah, midway 2019, about June, yeah. I, I decided to become scientific literate, you know, or, or try to strive to be scientific literate. Right. That's what we know. Yeah, yeah, That's but I, I definitely push science. I definitely am an advocate of scientific literacy. I definitely uh, support that and advocate, and I just feel like we should all take that field serious. Yeah, I appreciate you, unbiased, because you 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 learn you you learn quicker than the average person, and I know. I noticed that about you. I watched some of your videos. You banging on me <laughs> about religion and banging on me oh, yeah. about vaccines. I was like, man, this guy here, man, well, you're unbelievable, man. And I don't know how we got. I don't even know how we got up. I don't know. Maybe you was. Maybe you seen me and Divine go at it about vaccines. I did. Yeah, I was rooting for Divine. That's funny. And you was rooting for Divine. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, let me get Sister Nai in here. We get the queen on here. I'm a raw squad official. Where you at? You got a minute there? What's yeah, up? I'm here. I'm here. Thank you. you. What's up? Hey, thank you Unc, for having me on the panel. I'm sorry that I missed 
um, Sister Kaba when she was speaking, but I just love her because she's so positive and she's always supporting like you and you know, she's just, her energy is awesome. So I see Sister Emma Cat here. I mean, I love her intellect, her smartness. I see Bujau. I mean, I'm just grateful for being here. You know, I, I'm really enjoying the conversation um, um, because I think that for me, like how I learned about the Amara squad is just kind of uh, explaining to me like his vision and what he thought the Amara squad was and what it represented. And so I'm just gonna quickly um, read to you guys what I wrote, how I conceptualized it. So um, I wrote that the Amara squad, our mission is to promote scientific literacy in the African-American community. Our goal is to develop educational programs, challenge academic institutions as it relates to African history and language. Our purpose is to publish African-centered books, conduct publish, I'm sorry, conduct research studies and to, and to create businesses and grassroots economic opportunities. Amara Squad is dedicated to transforming the conscious community by using the proper methodology, rigorous academic study and scholarship. We believe in critical thinking, peer review and defined problem solving techniques. We believe in analyzing, synthesizing and evaluating information before arriving at conclusions. We balance our mission and our purpose by honoring our traditional African beliefs while using the scientific method as a guide to empower the African-American community. So just from talking to Unc every day, just listening to him, that's how I conceptualize Amara Squad to be. And so, you know, anytime you have an opportunity to bring science, to bring methodology and to still honor your traditions, I think we should do it. So. That's kind of like my introduction to why I'm here. Hey, sis, I appreciate you. Uh, man, you helped publish my first book, Chronology of Human Evolution. It put me on the damn map, right? For the first time, a solid tip gave somebody a compliment. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that work, man. It was hours and towers and top. I mean, what I want to say, hours of work put in. Well, it, bring that well, it was just together. easy. You know, it was easy because you talk about it every day. So like anyone who listened to you, they can, when they look at the booklet, they can see that you say those things. You talk about the evidence, the archaeology, you know, you talk about those things so much. It wasn't hard, you know, it was just like, oh, this is kind of Unk's thoughts and this is everything that I've heard Unk say. And, um, you know, I think that we need more people who can visualize and think the way that you can. Um, because, you know, our traditions are important. We honor those traditions, but we also push for more rigorous process. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what Amara Squad does. Yeah, that's a fact. We're going to stay on our A game. And I'm gonna stay on their head. I'm definitely not getting off nobody's head. So I don't know why they would even think that. You can't scare me away with threats. None of that, because the scholarship, we're intellectual gunfighters and we're dedicated to making sure that we push the real information forward 
And you know, in 2020, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be great, great years going forward. So we got all the families gathered. I appreciate everybody, man. Now let's beat them up on some of that vaccine, man. Where you at, Dragnaut? Where you at, man? Let's start off, man. What we gonna talk about real quick, man? Oh man, I don't... vaccine. What's important? Let's get What's into important? it. What's important? That's that's a man. <laughs> I was gonna say, man, that's that's a that's a loaded that's that's a bit that's a lot. That's a lot. So most of the people that I talk to, they repeat the same shit over and over and over again. And what I used to do back in the day, back when I first started on YouTube trying to interact with folks, you know what? They just don't know. You know, they just they don't have the information I have. I give them the information, I, I shove it down their throat, they'll be all right. That's not what it is. And we even seen that when I was uh, talking to a girl last night. He's like, she had some of this information. She may not have known all the terms and stuff that I used and some of the stuff, you know, they're associated, but she had heard the stuff that I said before. But it is a it's a mentality. It is it is her her ability uh, specifically because I'm gonna pick on her for a little bit. It was it was her unwillingness to to depart from what she had believed. And I had mentioned before that I said the main issue here is your confirmation bias. It is what you want to believe. She kept telling us what she wanted to believe and not what she could demonstrate, not what she could prove. And as we have people on this panel just talking about, uh, you know, uh, using scientific method, you know, being, being rigorous, you know, due diligence, that's not what people are trying to do. And I think that uh, the focus may have to shift from, you know, just using uh, the, the terms and mentioning the concepts to addressing the more philosophical issues at hand. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Facts. Absolutely. So, okay. So let me, let, let me jump right here and let anybody wait in and want to wait on this. Yeah, yeah. This is news you think right here by Doug uh, Hendry. It's, it's out to, it says the anti-vaccination advocates double down as measles killed 50 Samoan children. Okay. Uh, this was, uh, let's see. Now watch think- this. And watch this. Let me read this. Non-medical alternatives continue to be pushed as a solution to the Samoan measles epidemic, which has now killed dozens of more young children. Goes on to say some uh, Samoan, Australian, and American anti-vaccination advocates are continuing to spread misinformation, even as the measles rage unchecked amongst the population with one of the world's lowest rates uh, of protection, right? And I'll get into later on why they, what happened. When those nurses uh, gave uh, uh, mixed the solution wrong, uh, and, and actually killed two babies. Actually, it was a policy put in place to stop the vaccinations right there. Okay, so in fairness, it wasn't exactly the anti-vaccine movement that did it. It was it was a mishandling of policy uh-huh. to actually stop the vaccination. But it's an actual case study on what will happen if we relax. You know, getting vaccinations. Anybody want to add something to that? Yeah, I want to say that it's reported that the rate dropped from 70% vaccination rate to 31%, and that's going to lead to an outbreak every time. Yeah, pe- yeah, yeah people were still coming in coming in and out the country, and I, I, don't, I don't think people 
I don't think the conscious community understand that. They're so against the government and they want to get their own thing, that's fine. So you would get your own thing. Let's say they gave you maybe, uh, let's say 500,000 acres somewhere. They give them to you, right? And you say our whole community is going to be anti-vaccinated. Okay. And y'all doing fine. You know what I'm saying? As soon as y'all start trading and as soon as y'all start bringing in products and goods from other places and coming in contact with other people, that's when the problem's going to start. That's exactly what happened right here in Simone. I mean, Simone. That's what happened. You feel me? They relaxed the policy. The rate dropped to 30%. Okay? And other people were still coming into the country. And they got infected. And the outbreak was horrible. You know what I'm saying? And you still had, as I read down further, you still had anti-vaccines still trying to still trying to promote, you know, these pseudo-cures. The, the same thing our community do right now. You know, they're promoting a bunch of crap until that pandemic hit. And then everybody's going to be in trouble because vaccines work so well. You know, like I say, it's out of sight, out of mind. What I have recognized is most people know enough about something to think they right. But most everybody don't know enough about something to know when they wrong. That's essential right there. You don't know enough about a subject to know that you're wrong. And this is what has happened to our community. How about you, Wuja? You want to add something to that? Yeah, I just want to say um, that when it comes to health, you know, we talk a lot about killing pseudos smashing pseudos, eliminating pseudos and things like that. But, you know, we kind of, well, not we, but, you know, it's kind of taken a little lightly because it's dealing with just generic info across the board. But when it comes to the subject of health, you're dealing with people's life, lives. And so if people don't have a rigorous method of, of strong and, and, um, um, accurate research or proper methodology in their research to be able to discern what's true, what's not true, what's facts, what's fiction, what's live, what's memorex and things like that. Then when it spills over on a topic of health, then that can cost somebody their life. And so that's when the, the fun and, and, and smiling and entertainment ends. And so on the topic of vaccinations or health in general, people, who don't have that rigor in their methodology already, they need to fall back. And so conversations like this or conversations about vaccines need to be slowed way down, you know, to take it step by step with people so they can understand um, all of the information and the consequences of skipping and trying to microwave that. Because we can microwave the Bible. We can microwave a, a, a history we can microwave, you know, a conversation about history, a conversation about a culture, but you're not going to microwave a conversation about somebody's health and not have consequences, adverse consequences that uh, come out of that. And so I think people need to take it very serious when it comes to health, period. And that goes with physical health and mental health. Okay, both, because people sleep on mental health. We got a lot of people who are, uh, you know, have mental illnesses out here. And, you know, be, be the biggest elephant in the room sometime. So I just, I just want to say we got to take all this, this stuff kind of stuff serious and slow these conversations down big time. 
Yeah, uh, uh, man, yeah, you came in in the light life hour and just started breaking down the immune system. And I mean, honestly speaking, the conversations that are always started off with the damn immunity system. Uh, I took it for granted that people at least understood that. And the anti-vax movement doesn't understand it. Um, maybe later on I'll play a little video with a guy that actually, what's his name, um, Bias? The guy that actually did the anti-vax movie. Oh, Dell uh, Victory. Yeah, Dell Victory. He actually made a statement because we asked him over and over again because I knew that was a checkmate moment and I knew they could never get around it. If we're not going to use vaccines, then what do you have that has been tested and tried over the last 314 years? You know what I'm saying? Since Onesimus, you know, introduced inoculation to the colonies in Boston. 275 years since the first vaccine was actually developed by Edward Jenner. What is it what is it that you have, you know what I'm saying, if not, you know, vaccines? You did a whole movie. That's what I told him in the debate. I said, you did a whole movie, scared everybody half to death. What is your replacement for that? The yeah. best thing this fool came up with, I, wanted, I, I would immerse my kids in the disease. Let them catch it. <laughs> so, you know, in making that statement, let them catch it. So they have a lifelong immunity. This is exactly what vaccines do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they was trying to push, push, they, see, we beat them to the point where they were saying safer vaccines, safer vaccines. Well, wait a minute. Actually giving somebody a disease is far more dangerous than right. taking the vaccine. It's crazy. How's that safer? <laughs> How's that safer? And so the conversation always started off with immune systems. It's essential. You, then you, once you understand the immune system, you know what role food plays in that. Uja was very clear and precise with that. That's not the part of the immune system where food is actually at play. You know, your nourishment, what you eat, you know, builds the body right, makes the body stronger. You know what I'm saying? It allows your body to work, you know, to its optimum potential. This is the role food plays. It gives you your proper nourishment, your vitamins, the energy. You know what I mean? Your food supply, it's, it's a, water, all that is essential, okay? It's at the other end of the spectrum. So, you know, we need a holistic approach with this. You know what I'm saying? You're eating a whole lot of trash, a whole lot of garbage. You know what I'm saying? You, of course, your body is not gonna be as strong as it needs to be. Can I, can I get, can I ask something real quick? Yes, you can. Okay, so now I think everybody will, will um, see this analogy, okay? Now, when gunpowder was created, invented, and it was used in a negative way, it was used against a, pe a group of people or peoples that did not have gunpowder. And you're dealing with people who had gunpowder versus people who didn't have it and had guns and weapons. And so the people who didn't have guns and weapons would seek help from whatever they knew best. Which 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 may trickle down to ancestral help, and 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 they rely on their belief system to to give them help. But it was guess what? It was no match for people who had guns. You know, when it came to combat, physical combat. You know, of course. And so, the analogy or the comparison is that people who are just just uh, uh, arbitrarily anti-vaxxers, they're doing the same thing when it comes to the body. Today's pathogens are like those 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 uh, guns and bombs 
And then the people who are anti-vaxxers, they're the ones that are calling on ineffective ways, which is to say, okay, all we need is just nutrition. So we're having the same thing happening right now where you have today's uh, firepower, gunpowder attacking the human body, but yet people are calling on something that, that can withstand that, that same force. And so vaccines gives us this ability. It, it, it gives, you know, and we can explain it later, I guess, in full, but, but we already did a few times, mm. how the immune system works. And so I just wanted to put that analogy out there because it's the same thing going on right now. You got a group of people based on arbitrary reasoning, reasons, we could list about 10 of the reasons why they're anti-vax, but it really doesn't stand up. And it's gonna put people in a vulnerable, vulnerable position to be overtaken by the new gun guns and, and gunpowder in my um, analogy. I just wanted to add that. Perfect. I see Black Panthers in the building. Where you at, Black Panther? Alafi Amandala, Bibi Fahudia, Health, Power, and African Liberation. What's going on? Peace to everybody on the panel. Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, listening in. Seems like the same old argument uh, coming from people that don't want to empower themselves with information and research and want to rely on um, ineffective means to safeguard their health. Uh, I'm just at the point where, you know, you just gotta kind of let people, at some point, die. you gotta let people just do what they are gonna do. You <laughs> let know? them die. Uh, <laughs> the brother said earlier um, that he, he thought giving information to people was going to be effective and you know that was going to wake them up out of their um, particular belief and he didn't realize that that wasn't effective and and that's true you can give people information all day long but confirmation bias is very powerful it's very uh hard to break and um at some point you just gotta leave people with the information because they're gonna make their own decisions Unfortunately, their children may suffer because of their decisions that they make. Um, and, you know, you just you just all we can do is provide information. We can't drag people to clinics. We can't, you know, pack them up in vans and, you know, <laughs> or knock on their door with syringes. You know, all we can do is continue to provide that pressure and give them information. And they have to make their decisions for themselves. Uh, and for some people, it's going to be the wrong decision, unfortunately. Um, and that's just what it is. I mean, we've had this conversation many times on being that uh, I have a military background, being that I've been a contractor for about eight to nine years. I'm probably the most vaccinated person, you know, and it wasn't a choice. Uh, you know, I had to get vaccinated because of the environments that I was going into, you know, the environments I was going into to still have uh, polio in a high amount, hmm. uh, malaria, uh, uh, there was anthrax possibilities, all of this stuff over here, right? So there's no choice. You're getting vaccinated. You don't want to get vaccinated. You don't have a job, period. Hmm. Um, so I've probably been stuck up more than the average person uh my little yellow card i actually have two yellow cards and an attachment 
to my yellow card. So I got a whole bunch of vaccinations. So it would be asinine of me to try to go against vaccinations, uh, being that I've operated in austere environments for years. And uh, I've seen people get sick that didn't take medicine they gave us or vaccinations serious. Because you have people that come through and try to do the religious waiver thing. They try to do uh, all types of waivers. And I've seen people get sick, you know? I've seen people go down. And every time, when you look at their records, there's something missing. Um, when I was in Egypt, for example, uh, I ate some bad stuff. I got sick. I had to get some shots. Uh, and when I tell you those shots, <laughs> I felt like I was dying before the shots. And those shots brought me back. Um, that's a real life story. Anybody, they can ask my wife. I mean, I had something. I don't really know what it was, um, but I had to get uh, some shots and those shots eliminated whatever it was that I had. And it just came from me eating stuff that, you know, I probably wasn't supposed to eat, uh, being that they have different stuff in their food that we have in the United States. But uh, I contracted some type of virus. And I, if I didn't get those shots, I don't know what would happen because it was coming out of both ends. I mean, everything. I had all the symptoms. So, you know, it's just at a point where you can't fight some of this information. You know, everybody talks about they want to go to Africa. Everybody talks about they want to go. You know, the big thing now is the, uh, the year of return. Well, you're not returning without those shots. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I mean, because, because these governments have, have they, they're tired, you know, because people come from other countries and they either get sick or they bring diseases with them. Uh, so probably about, I would say a year and a half ago, the Department of State put out, you know, a list of countries that were demanding that people that were not citizens that come get a yellow fever shot. Uh, and it was a bunch of West African countries on there. It's it probably every West African country you can think of off the top of your head. And it was mandatory. It was something that had to be done. Like if you showed up without it, you could be denied entry into the country. That's just what it is. And that's coming not from the United States. It's not our government. It's coming from the African government. They're putting out this. The Department of State is just disseminating the information. So Ghana, all those people you see in Ghana right now, you know, they had to get a yellow fever shot. If you're going to Nigeria, yellow fever shot. If you're going to uh, Gambia, yellow fever shot. You know, the, and, and this is something they check upon arrival. In the airport, you got to get your yellow card out and show them where you got this shot, you know? And it's not something that you got to get annually, but it, you got to have it on your record at some point. And they're not playing. So it's just something to keep in mind uh, because they don't want to, they don't want it to turn into what's going on in Europe right now. And, and a lot of people are aware of what's going on. You know, diseases making a comeback from uh, diseases that were, you know, neutralized back in the day they're making a comeback so these governments are uh are taking a stand so 
but just to show you how serious, you know, vaccinations can be. Like the brother said earlier, when the vaccination rate drops so significantly, you're going to have a problem. It's only a matter of time. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's only a matter of time right there. Absolutely, man. One more thing. Uh, one more thing for you, Black Panther. Yep. Yeah, you never got a chance. Uh, you know, we talked about... Um, well, I talked about the Masi. Why? Well, you know, the Masi name, man. Um, going forward, what do you see uh, for the Masi clan, bro? You kind of came in a little bit late. I wanted you to kind of... Okay. Uh, you I wanted to kind of get your perspective. You know, I gave him my perspective, but I know you you do a lot of the footwork, you know what I'm saying? We started together, but I swear to goodness, yo, you, man, you, you, man, you, you brought it all the way up, bro. I just want you, and I, I don't get a chance to say that to you, and I don't get a chance to say that publicly, yo. But uh, yeah, you got that thing running smooth. So so what do you see going forward for the Masi? Uh, going forward, man, you know, we got something to where we got a lot of people operating in, uh, in different avenues. You know, a lot of people just see uh, Kofi, a lot of people see Sean or myself, and they may think that though we are the only members <laughs> of the Mossy, because that's what you see on the YouTube channel. But we got Brother Amin Ma'atra publishing books. I think he's on his fourth or fifth book right now. Uh, we got... Um, Brother uh, Michael Hope, the urban historian on uh, Instagram that puts out daily information about scientific literacy and West African cultures. Um, he's going to have an article in the journal this year. Um, we got Brother uh, Fortune Favorite always putting out music. You know, we got uh, Brother Nahisi who's writing a, a book as well. Hopefully he finishes that this year. We'll be putting that out. Uh, for myself, I'm working on volume two of Killmonger's Corner, the Pan-African Journal of the Conscious Community. So if you have any articles related to the African experience, you can submit them to myself at uh, MossyWarriorClan at gmail.com. If you have any poetry, if you have any uh, artwork that you want to showcase, uh, Submit them to me at MossyWarriorClan at gmail.com. The deadline is in July, July 9th to be specific. But going forward, man, just applying constant pressure. We are, <laughs> we put out information. Pressure on the ass, yo. <laughs> you know, you know, overload, you know, uh, <laughs> because we operate a little differently than uh, other groups. We uh, take the scholarship approach as far as just continuing to put out information on digital platforms uh, as far as Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, mm -hmm. and then we have our physical copies, which is the journal. You have my website, uh, blackpanthersaherd.com, in which we publish articles on there as well. So it's just applying constant pressure from a lot of different angles mm -hmm. um, and continuing to do that. Uh, whether it be uh, African history, whether it be scientific literacy, whether it be African spirituality, whatever it is, we're going to continue to uh, provide information, well-sourced information, um, 
And, um, you know, as we travel, we put that information uh, as well. I'm, uh, I'm kind of stepping back from the travel uh, for 2020 because I didn't travel a whole lot <laughs> before then. <laughs> so, uh, man, probably... South Africa, West Africa. Oh, goodness. Yeah, man, I, I need to spend some time at home because <laughs> yeah. every time yeah, I'm in you. another part of Africa, so I need to chill out for a minute. But 2021, I'll be picking it back up. Uh, possibly Gambia and Nigeria uh, are in my sights right now. Uh, and hopefully, I've, I've been invited uh, to Gambia to receive my citizenship in Gambia. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, my father was born in Gambia. So uh, I have a invitation to receive my citizenship. I just need to go there and stay there for about a week. So uh, when that happens, we'll be, you know, filming that and putting it out there and uh, putting out information about citizenship and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, constant pressure, man. Constant pressure from all sides from a multiple mm -hmm. uh, base of topics. We'll continue to do that. And, uh, you know, we don't really worry about the naysayers and things of that nature because, uh, to be honest, a lot of this stuff is so ridiculous. It's not worth <laughs> me buying a plane ticket and going somewhere to try to debate you. I'm not doing it. Uh, <laughs> because, uh, for frankly, I don't respect your work. <laughs> That's pretty much where it comes down to. I don't, I don't respect your work enough to take time away from what I'm doing. Oh, uh, man. To, hey, uh, you did that enough, bro. Trust me. Yo. You've been there. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? If people don't know who Black Panther is, look, they, 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 they look, don't worry about that. You done did the whole damn thing. I done had to hold your ass back. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can't go to the debates no more. <laughs> you know your wife? Yeah, yeah. Your wife? Huh? Tiger. Yeah. Sure. You know, so, certain groups see me in the city. They won't. They won't look me in the face. You know, we ain't gonna call no names, but you know. <laughs> so yeah, Ben. You know, we. You know, we keep this. We keep this thing tight, man. Like I said, I. You know, I, I really, really. Uh, uh, appreciate you, bro. I just want you to let the, get that in, man. Um, I know your time is real valuable, man. And I particularly appreciate the damn trip to South Africa, boy. To see you in them damn caves, boy. That shit was the, the highlight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, you know, that's my dream destination right there, yo. As soon as I get this business straight, that's just where I'm going, man. Hopefully, uh, like you said, you know what I mean? Like we really talked about, man, we can get a constant trip of taking African Americans, you know what I'm saying, to South Africa and those areas, those caves. So yeah, I got I got to connect on that. Uh, so you know, whenever you get your stuff straight, mm -hmm. we can talk whether I got a uh I got a tour guide mm -hmm. out there. Got a couple tour guides out there actually. Mm -hmm. Um South Africa is a very educational place, not only from a cultural standpoint, but also a scientific standpoint. Mm -hmm. Um and there's, you know, there's science museums, there's there's museums about the caves. And it's it's just something I think a lot of people will benefit from mm -hmm. because wherever you go, 
you know, it's not a it's not a white guy talking to you about this stuff. It's it's <laughs> an indigenous South African talking to you about this stuff and breaks it down and, and shows you, you know, where you can go physically to a place where your ancient, ancient, ancient ancestors, <laughs> you know, were at. And a lot of people, you know, we like to make fun of Europeans in the community and call them, you know, cave dwellers and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Once you go to South Africa, you'll never say that again. No. You'll never say that again because your ancestors were some of the first people in caves. That's the some of the first. Mm-hmm. And and I can take you to the place where they were. Uh and you can see that for yourself and where they found the bones and where they're still digging and where they're still trying to uh, make archaeological sites out of places like uh, home on the uh, Naledi, which they're still trying to make a site out of it uh, because uh, because the entranceway is so narrow that they're having to do other things. But, you know, they're still finding African bones and African, you know, archaeology in South Africa so it's going to continue to grow um, next time I want to go to Cape Town to see uh, PP13B and, and the other the other caves that are there um, being that it's very far from Johannesburg I didn't get to go this time but I want to make that trip there some point in the future so I can complete the cave experience and uh, you know, just bring that information to the people. So that's what we got going uh, coming up. So check us out on YouTube, Mossy Warrior Clan. It's pretty much going to come up because we're the only Mossy Warrior Clan in existence. <laughs> so uh, you know, we take inspiration from the Mossy Empire. Uh, if you not familiar you can read uh destruction of black civilization by chancellor williams he talks about the bossy empire and how they were uh, resistant against foreign religions that came into the land and how they fought uh against uh the foreign religions until they were eventually absolved but uh you know they were a, a group of africans that wasn't going for the new way that was coming into the land so that's where we took that name and uh draw inspiration from them what up panther man sean you let me say all of that and you didn't say nothing <laughs> I, mean, I, I was listening for <laughs> a shit <laughs> what are you doing, you man? Say all of that, he ain't say nothing. <laughs> nah, I was listening. I didn't want to break the field. <laughs> God, please. Amen. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks. You welcome. You welcome. You know, you was getting it in. You know what I'm saying? You was getting it in, man. Boy. Yeah, I told him they get email you regarding um journal and uh continue to support the journal man i mean you know you got a lot of good work in there from people that you know uh right here you know like i i told them earlier that the bar is set you know as far as how we look at how we perceive scholarship to be and what it looks like 
and you know by us demonstrating it you know i feel like uh people will start to understand why we're passionate about what we do and why we take what we do serious and and we don't treat it like uh you know like this thing to pass time um collectively and uh you know, I'm looking forward to to the next journal being published. I got something that I'm you already know that I'm working on. Um, Absolutely. And yeah. for those that don't have the first volume, you can go get it on Amazon. Type in Killmonger's Corner. I mean, we got articles from myself, Brother Sean, Brother Asari Motep, Brother Ujawu, and Molly Mubarudi, Brother Sanea from MVK, uh, Brother Khufu from uh, Raising Awareness Group. Uh, we got you know, a variety of people, Brother Ankh Banu. Uh, we got a lot of different points of view on a variety of subjects in that journal. Uh, so check it out. We got poetry, we got uh, artwork, we got interviews. Uh, Dr. Maad is interviewed in there. Uh, I interviewed uh, Oba Atayesi Odun Ogulanu, who is a african-american that was crowned king in nigeria so we got a lot of different perspectives a lot of different um articles so check it out on amazon uh you could order that today you know if you got prime it'll be there tomorrow <laughs> you know so uh we just trying to we're trying to shine a light on the scholars in the community if you have something to write on <clears throat> submit it to us you know, uh, because there's a lot of people in the community that are popular and have followings and, you know, all of that. But there are a lot of other people that are doing a lot of great work in this community and nobody knows your name for the majority. And we have to fix that. You know, that's why I, I made it my point to get Brother Wujawu in the journal. I made it my point to get uh, Magi in the journal. I made it my point to get Asar and Ankh Banu and these people that are not, you know, on the breakfast club or anything like that, but they've been doing work for years and people should know their names just as much as the more uh, popular names of our community. And that's just how it should be. So that's why I made a point to do that. Um, and I'm gonna continue to do that because that's just what I need to do. Um, and that's uh, you went mute, but uh, Panther. Um, yeah, there you go. Okay, I see. Um, how does it feel? Uh, public, how did it feel, you know, putting together the journal? Because I know it, it took you a lot of time trying to organize it and so forth. Frustrating. <laughs> a lot of lot of hours, a lot of uh editing. Uh a lot of editing, a lot of hours, but at the same time satisfying because uh you know I got a po a very positive response. Uh Dr. Uh Celine Farage hit me up. Uh you know, a lot of people hit me up in the community how they enjoyed the work. I got to get some artists out there 
that you know uh, were struggling to get their work published and I got to put them out there. So now they got that on their resume. So um, very rewarding at the same time uh, because I always say this, you know, once you get that, uh, that, I, that IBN number, that ISBN number attached to your work, uh, it's a way of coming, becoming immortal because that somebody can always get that number no matter how many years it's been and look up your work, you know, and your work and your, uh, you know, the topic that you spoke on will live for generations and generations and generations. You know, uh, Brother Ujawu is a great example of that. All of the work that he's put in, you know, uh, from Medunetra, they all got ISBN numbers. So whether it's your first book or your last, years after he's gone, people will go, man, I want to learn the Egyptian language. And somebody will say, well, you need to take out this brother Ujawu. And then they'll look up that number and get all of his information, you know, and they'll be like, man, this brother put in all this work in the 2000s. You know, we might be in the year 3000 by then, but they'll be able to look at his work and, you know, either advance it or, you know, just read it and, and master a craft. So if you want your work to be out there and, uh, you know, want it to become a part of the public record, you got to get to writing. It's just what it is. And it's important for us to show the next generation what scholarship looks like. You didn't, you didn't get Kofi in here now. Mm-hmm. Brother Kofi. Yeah. Master Clan Warrior. Better late than never. Yeah, peace, peace, peace to everybody on the panel, man. Peace, peace. I'm only here for about 15, 20 minutes. I'm still on the plantation. Oh, man. It's all good, man. We appreciate you. Peace, work, brother Kofi. Yeah. What up, panel? Appreciate you. What's going on, brother? How you see the market going forward? And then we're going to take some questions on the chat room on these vaccines. How you see the market going forward, brother Kofi? You know what I mean? You're, uh, you know, I appreciate you. I appreciate your dedication to your craft. I appreciate your tireless presentations, brother. And I don't get to tell you that, so I want to tell you that live. You know what I'm saying? You like the heartbeat, yo. That's what you do. You know what I'm saying? A young brother just dedicated to bring in real information from Africa. That's just what the Masi do, man. And I'm proud to be a part of the Masi. You know, absolutely proud, yo. You know, I always tell y'all that all the damn time, man. I stick my chest out when the name comes up, yo. Because if I know if we need anything, dealing with West Africa, you know what I'm saying, y'all on that. They just not gonna get around that. You know what I'm saying? Dedication. Uh, you, Yes, dedication, all that. So go ahead, man, talk to us real quick. Then we're going to get you the vaccine thing. Oh, man. Uh, what you what you want me to talk about? Uh, Massey moving forward? Yeah, just the Massey moving forward. How you see it? Oh, man, we're going we gonna, to, I see, man, we're going to keep doing what we're doing, man. We ain't going to let up from doing from what we're doing, man. We here to continue to bring... Um, African culture, not on the West culture. I mean, West African culture. We we specialize in West African culture, but if you go on the platform, we we uh we talk about East Africa, we talk about South Africa, we talk about 
uh, Central Africa. We talk about South Africa and we even deal with a little uh, African-American history and the journey of the African-American um, to the Caribbean <clears throat> um, and to South and North America. So we, we, we well-rounded when it comes to African, uh, African culture, African tradition, uh, African system, whatever you encompass is up on the man, but we ain't gonna let up, man. We gonna keep doing uh, what we doing. Like I said, we gonna keep busting in the head with these uh, presentations. We gonna continue to uh, publish things. We gonna continue to write articles because everybody on the Mossy is not only doing lectures. So you can't say we just uh, presentate uh, uh, guys that do presentation. We are also publishing books. We are also um, um, writing articles, you know, where you can go check out our, our work. You know, we're not scared of uh, peer review, like I say, with me and Sean and the rest of the Mossy. Anytime we do anything, we don't mind you critiquing our work. We don't mind you going through our sources. We bring you the sources. We, uh, before the Amin Ra squad came into the conscious community, there was no such thing as the sources. So the Mossy want to continue to keep uh, that up as well, you know. We want you to go through our sources, scrutinize our sources. If we made any error, we don't mind coming back and uh, correcting the information by any error that we uh, any error we made, man. Just stay look, stay on the lookout for Masa, man. Um, I think, man, the Masa is one of the best things that comes to what we call the conscious community. Because I'm just gonna put it out there, not trying to toot the horn, but. Ain't nobody doing what we doing when, we, when you talk about African culture. You got a few people touching on it, but we digging deep. We digging deep, you know what I'm saying? So stay on the lookout for the monster, man. Oh, and also, you know, that's just not the monster. I know y'all also talk. I know a lot of people don't know because the way my schedule is right now, but I am not only just a member of the monster, I'm a member of the Sessu Ma Ani Metanetra. I'm actually one of the co-founders uh, of the Sessu. Uh, so, um, Look out for the Sessu Ma Ani Metanetra. Um, we're talking about doing some, uh, coming back in 2020, like we was having in 2015. No, 2016 to 2020, we did. We put out a lot of work. We put out a lot of work. Also, the team, we got published work. Uh, Saber Wujau uh, has his beginner course book uh, group. Also, all right, now, the group also has... Um, the book out the rebuttal uh, uh, to Walter Williams had the metanetter been uh, deciphered. So go check out those works uh, as well, man. The teams is here. We ain't going nowhere. So that's it, man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we talked about all the families, bro. So, you know, yeah, I appreciate that. I forgot you was on the uh, shot shoot. I actually forgot that, yo. Thanks for letting me. Uh, uh, hear that. Yeah, so now we want to kind of take some questions from the chat room on the vaccines. Let me uh, real fast. Remember, I was reading this article. You pick this up right here. They say the World Health Organization, the WHO, has directly linked anti-vaccination message to the spread of the highly contagious virus. Director of the WHO Immunization Department, Kate O'Brien, told The Guardian that misinformation on vaccine safety has had a very remarkable impact on the immunization program in Somalia. They say this is, this is now being measured in the lives of children who have died in the course of this outbreak, she said. I'm gonna say this again. This is now being measured in the lives of children who have died in the course of this outbreak, she said. So we don't want 
black people to start uh, uh, um, falling prey to misinformation to the point where we start to have generations of children not being vaccinated. It's an overall thing uh, amongst black people, specifically in the conscious community, they'll make this statement. Well, my babies ain't never been vaccinated and they're far more healthier than children have been vaccinated. They're lying. They've done no scientific studies on it. I got the studies right here. Uh, hey, Dragnot. Yep, what's up? You got any studies? I know I got a couple studies. You got any studies right on hand of vaccinated uh, children as opposed to non-vaccinated children? Uh, not on hand, man. Not on hand. Um, I'll bring up one. Hey, hey uh, Wuja, you mind in the chat? Any questions in there, bro? Should we got in chat? No, it was a good question. Uh, we might, might be uh, inundating folks with with studies off the bat. It might might be might be. I mean, it's a nice resource to have. I I definitely definitely agree. But uh, sometimes some of the simpler uh, questions to get answered by folks, and then we can follow it up if they need you know some further information on it. Hey, I saw a question. If you're trying to kick it off, um, Unc, um, a, a person asked a question earlier, and I told them to re-ask it when you open it up for questions. But um, I don't, I didn't see them retype it. But I remember the question he was asking. He was asking the panel if we could chime in and um, address uh, a claim that's made that's made very popular by Dr. Sabi, um, as far as mucus being the um, source of disease. <laughs> I've heard that one. I actually, I spoke to quite a few people and I asked, I said, okay, have you ever seen Dr. CB's work? So what you mean? I said, so you've seen his products, you've seen his claims, have you seen his work? And I say that because when I tell you that I'm gonna go in the lab, I'm gonna uh, find this, this protein and it's gonna do this, I can't just tell you that. I need to show you the assay that I do, show you the math that I did to figure out how much of this reagent and that reagent, you know, telling you stuff doesn't mean anything. And if people are gonna be doing the legwork for CB, that should tell you something. If he's an actual scientist, if he's a doctor, he should know that. Uh, but unfortunately he ain't around no more for me to scrutinize. So when you talking just to kind of to, to lay folks, you know, who they just believe in this stuff. You ask them something, all right? If, does this make any sense to you? If your problem is mucus, and that's all that it is, is you know, it's not a virus, it's the issue, it's mucus. Why can't you go to CVS and get you an expectorant and fix that, if that's all that it is? Right. And yeah, I mean, there's really nothing to say after that. I mean, because an expectorant basically uh, dries out or gets rid of the mucus. And if that's the problem, then that's what you get. Just load it up. Just buy, buy, five, buy a 55 gallon drum of expectorant. And so you um, got another question. It down. <laughs> what, inspector? What, what is that? But let me just say this. Let me, let me add to that, though, because, because people, I've heard it many times too. You know, I've heard it over the years. And, and, uh, you know, uh, um, the, the whole thing about mucus, again, it goes back to it's the same issue that people have about being anti-vax as well. They simply do not understand how the immune system works. And so let me just say something very quickly. 
the the uh, mucous membranes. Uh, first of all, our body's first line of defense against pathogens, and pathogens are um, enemies to the body. Basically, the word patho pathogen actually means generator of, of generator of suffering. And so, any any um, type of uh, enemy that can that can do harm for us is a pathogen. And so, the first line of defense is our skin. And yep. so from our from our skin, we have we have um, openings from the outside world to the internal um, world of our body, our mouth, um, sexual organs and nose and so on and so forth. Those openings are lined with mucus. And it's there for a reason. That's part of our innate immune system. Mucus is a part of our protection. OK, for pathogens that seep through our, our natural openings from the outside world to the internal uh, world of our, our bodies that bypass the skin. These are natural openings. And so mucus is there. Mucus membranes are there and they contain certain enzymes, acids and things like that, that will kill, that are made to kill pathogens or trap them or whatever the case is. So that is completely false. Now, an excess amount of mucus, it's like an excess amount of just about anything can can change the the you know that would change the conversation but to just flat out and say mucus is um the root cause of all diseases and and people are against mucus and stuff then you know that's that that's where it becomes very very uh, funny so i just wanted to um add that to the conversation so people can have something to look into so there was a second question by uh bob strong he said uh He said, is there a warning label from a vaccine? He said, could you could you read an actual vaccine warning label? Uh yeah. Um I could I could definitely pull one up. I can tell you just just from memory uh what the what the risks are. Um let me actually look up one for what's the company? Flu zone. Go up real quick. This is definitely lesser than catching the daggone pathogen. That's the daggone show. <laughs> we keep reiterating that. Let me find <laughs> real quick. Uh, okay, so this warning. Yep, this is the one I was thinking of. Warnings, precautions. If Guillain-Barre syndrome has occurred within six weeks following the previous influenza vaccination, the decision to give Fluzone uh, quadrivalent southern hemisphere should be based on careful consideration uh, of the potential benefits and risks. And then there it goes into uh, above that contraindications and adverse reactions. And so um, on the worst case scenario, a person is just, you, you, your body isn't gonna take the vaccine or any vaccine well if you have Guillain-Barre syndrome. It's not that well understood. It's just some people's immune system is just funny. You know, um, that's, that's what happens when we don't have personalized medicine. So, you know, in preparation for that worst case scenario, that's why you have stuff like the, you know, the the vaccine injury cord, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, like there's, an, and I said this when I was talking to old girl last time, every medical intervention has a risk. Water has a risk, aspirin right. has a risk, everything. There's nothing that's 100% safe ever in medicine, ever in life. Except for Dr. Savage's products. <laughs> right, right. You know, and and, and, and Dr. Inky's products, you know, they you know, they have no side effects to that. So yeah. Well, this is the thing. Um 
you know, I think it's being overly, overly, overly exaggerated by people who follow that. But there's a positive thing that comes out of that conversation involving the mentioning of Dr. Sabi and stuff is a focus on nutrition, because that is something that people do slack and lack and and kind of downplay the importance of nutrition. You know, when, when, when we were children, I know when I was a child, we, you know, we hear this slogan, you are what you eat from your head down to your feet and so on, so on. I, I forget the uh, cartoon character that used to say that. Yeah. We learned that at a young age. And then when you get older, you find out that that is very, very true. That, that what you put into your body, because our cells, we have over 30 trillion cells in our body. And I think 80% or so of them are red blood cells. But our cells in our body, the ones we're born with, outside maybe our neural things that link to our brain, our cells reproduce and die off. And so, and so what you were physically as a child, all those cells you had, they no longer exist. So, so your new cells over time um, build up, they die, they, they get recreated, uh, they get created or made again, and so on and so forth, and replenish. Um, they have to come from somewhere. And so it's, it's your nutrition, it's the nutrients in your food that actually is, is the part of that process, the resource that, that actually caused that process, allow that process to take place. So you are literally what you eat with, with the instructions of your DNA that's, that's going to instruct what to do, what, what um, to do and when and how, but that's what we are. And so nutrition does play, but I'm, I'm only saying this because um, I just, I don't want to, because there's a lot of people who focus on that and Dr. Sebi's name come up with nutrition. And then when we talk about one thing that Dr. Sebi says, then people interpret that as we're downplaying every single thing. Yeah, and, that's not true. Yeah, exactly. And, and the same thing happens with many of these scholars. Just because a scholar is wrong on one thing doesn't mean that uh, everything that that scholar says is false or pseudo or whatever the case is. So we got it. That's why I say that's what I mean by slow these conversations down. We got to be surgical, surgical with this, with this um, information. Yeah. Could I address, because uh, I see it was Master Sergeant Bob Strong. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who is that? I'm not sure. That nonsense. Uh, he said that his doctor gave him um, a handout from the CDC, the, the flu vaccine that could cause death. Now, that's it's possible. I've not seen something like that, but I picked one of the manufacturers that I knew offhand, which was FluZone. And if if you had something, if you have the name of the manufacturer, that'd be great because I just pulled up one like real quick and I'm just looking at the uh, flu zone, uh, you know, quadrivalent Southern hemisphere. And this is from December 26, 2017. So if there's something specific that, you, you know, you were trying to get at with as far as it could cause death, well, I mean, if if that's something that uh, is a possibility, yeah. I, I mean, I well, literally anything. Like I said before, water can kill you. Aspirin can kill you. Sure. You know, the drinking drinking warm tea or coffee can give you cancer if you didn't know that. There's actually a risk associated with warm or just hot coffee. So absolutely, something to that will possibly impact. Uh, your body on a systemic level could possibly kill you, but you know it also will possibly kill you, a communicable disease. <laughs> so uh, you could 
deal with, I mean, if you want to weigh the risk and, and just be realistic, you weigh the risk that your body can fight a communicable disease that has, has a history of decimating populations of people versus your body being negatively impacted by something, an intervention made to protect it that can be mitigated in a hospital environment. So you tell me where the risk is, where more risk is. First of all, I've never heard will kill you that uh, uh, may kill you. What? 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 I, yeah, I want to know what what manufacturing what vaccines you're talking about. Yeah, I've never heard of that. know about that one. You, like, like they don't even put stuff to say. Well, out of all the stuff, like, like when we watch these commercials and they talk about different side effects, you never heard them say we'll kill you. <laughs> it might say might might. <laughs> Might, might have you having thinking suicidal thoughts. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That goes back to what we covered the other day when we got into the vaccine safety and the testing. If uh, in, a, in, in a controlled environment, when a vaccine is released to the public, they are monitoring the vaccines who are, who are purchasing them and all of these things for side effects. They're doing these things. So they're, they're showing us and demonstrating that, okay, we released this vaccine to the public. We know what doctors are prescribing this vaccine because we have a paper trail. Now we can monitor this person's reaction versus the other because in the controlled environment and testing we done, we may not have had the reactions that we were looking for in the vaccines. But now that they have been approved, and they've been released to the public, we can hone in on these things. So when people make the comments that the that the gentleman made in the, in the actual chat, it, it make you scratch your head because who's creating a vaccine to kill you? You see what I'm yeah. saying? That doesn't like, make any sense. Yeah, it's yeah. like, how you, how you gonna get money from dead yeah. people? Right, and and they're regulating these things, dude. The, the FDA got their hands on this thing. The, uh, you know, and, and if, they ain't with it. Nobody ain't with it. Remember, they have people that that sign up to get these vaccines. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they're knowing what's going on. If a, if they gave a tester a vaccine and it killed them off the top, they ain't gonna ever approve that. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is interesting. So so by the way, uh, Matchstar, I was also I also served. I was a medic. I was one of the ones giving the vaccines. So, uh, I mean, you can play that card, but I want to see something. And, and based on your response, I'm going to know exactly what's going on. So you tell me, uh, Master Sergeant, what, what, what's the difference between you being infected by the rhinovirus and the flu? What is the one difference that any medical professional or paraprofessional knows to tell the difference between those two? Oh, hell no. It's a really, it's actually a really easy answer. Oh, man. There you go. Yeah, Master Sergeant, I'll put that link in if you want to join the conversation. Anybody would like to join the conversation? Uh, We're we waiting for that answer, Master Sergeant. Hmm. Waiting, waiting for that. Symptom. Well, yes, obviously the symptoms is what I was getting at. What specific symptom? differentiates the average rhinovirus from the actual 
symptoms of the flu. There's, there's one distinct symptom of the flu that is different than the rhinovirus. Because people say that they get sick, they get sick. Yeah, you are you are symptomatic, but being symptomatic does not mean that you inherently have the flu. How would you tell that from any other pathogen you possibly have? Yeah, he said he was sick. Um, Something this is crazy, man. He's just talking. Man. Got that link though. Can I address? Uh, <laughs> uh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all, y'all talking to? Y'all talking to a master sergeant? Yes, Supposedly, that's his name. So, look, this this is one thing that annoys annoys me about this argument. <laughs> if you a master sergeant in in any armed forces, and you are living, breathing on your computer, you don't have any terminal disease. You don't have anything wrong with you. <laughs> your rap sheet long as mine what, what are you how are you debating it doesn't make any sense yeah so somebody <laughs> has somebody told him in the chat so it's so june money is right he's the first person said fever that's the difference and no it's not headache you're going to be symptomatic your body is going to have a reaction to it because it is detecting a pathogen it was responding with a what's known as a complement pathway right but when you have an actual flu fever you were indisposed, you would get quarters. That's the that's the huge difference. If you did not get quarters every time you got that vaccine, then sir, you didn't have the flu. I hate to break it to you. You had the rhinovirus, you had symptoms associated with the rhinovirus because you have a vaccine. So that's, that's the kind of thing that I, I look for in these conversations because you should know off the bat, the huge difference, the reason why the flu put so many people in the grave is that it literally knocks you out. You can't get up, right? Not a headache, not a snot, not a sore throat. You will be on your back, unable to move. And that's what ends up killing people because they would get a fever and their brain would boil in their skull. Yeah, I had a guy, uh, I had a guy, he, he had the flu, wasn't taking no medicine, ignored it. And I mean, he dropped. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he dropped right in my arms because oh, he, you know, you you know, you know how guys get, man. You know, I ain't sick. It's just a little, just a little runny nose. Like, All right, man. You look, you you look, you look not well. But he ignored it. He ignored it. He ignored it. And then he collapsed. And we had to take him somewhere, you know. And then they were they were telling us, you know, this guy got the flu really bad. You know, has he been taking anything we were like nope yeah he said he was good <laughs> so you know he, he was there for like four days before he could uh you know return to work you know uh yeah that's normal you know, medicine on him and like, look man you don't take this this could get really uh could get really hairy here if you don't take no medicine yeah and but uh, that's the stuff that, that i'm talking about like people say well you know I got a headache or, well, I had stuff, I felt tired, you know, okay, so you have headache, uh, you were lethargic, so it sounds like your body was reacting right. to what you were given, obviously, yeah, you <laughs> you got a pathogen, you know, you, we put a pathogen in you, right, you're supposed to have a reaction, right. if it didn't, that'd be odd, you know, your arm gonna be a little sore, we stuck you with a needle, right, so 
Yeah, right. and it's it's just like the other cat who we talked to the other day. He was like, "Oh, what's the, the what's this aluminum salt?" And I said, "Do you know what aluminum salt is? No, is it sure. is it like the salt they put in the in the ivy? No, it's not. It's not at all, dude. It's like you have no idea what you're talking about." And yeah. I said, "Look, this is what happens. That that's adding in as an adjuvant to cause irritation. The reason why your body responds like that is because it needs a catalyst. And that catalyst is that salt, that particular type of salt. It acts as a good one, but." see nobody took no chemistry nobody looked into it nobody because you can google half this shit man and people are so stuck on what they want to believe that they won't take the time even somebody who spent 20 years in the military who's around physicians assistants lieutenant colonels uh, surgeon generals all types of stuff you can sit down and ask them and won't do it will not do it oh yeah it's crazy but but it's also about where you stop in your research as well so okay you're looking at a particular vaccine you see aluminum salt in it that's enough for most people. Oh, I don't want no aluminum <laughs> in me. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that's that's where they gonna stop. You know yeah. they're not gonna look up what aluminum salt is. You right. know that's it for them. Oh, I told you they got toxic chemicals. I see it right here. Aluminum salt. I don't want no aluminum salt in me. You know, so they they're not gonna you know go that extra mile to say, well, what is aluminum salt? Why is it in here? And you know, like what's what what's the reason? You know, uh, because this all goes back to conspiracy. This all goes back to that. Yeah. All yep. of this, all of these, you know, anti-vaxxing. Uh, and now we and now there's a group that don't want you to call them anti-vaxxers. They want you to call them something else. I forgot. Uh, I sent it to Sean. <laughs> they want you to call something vaccine awareness or whatever they're talking about. Okay. All, I give my all new name. of these people. All of these people, it goes back to conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And that is the number one driving force because conspiracy feeds fear. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, that, and and fear is very powerful, as we all know. So it is. when it feeds it, the fear, people will go, oh, man, I watched this DVD where they said, if I get this vaccine, it could kill me. <laughs> Yeah, and so you know, and, and nobody wants to die, <laughs> so they take that shit seriously. It must, it must be real. The proper research, you this know. Guy, and, uh, the guy on the movie said it. It must be true. Mm. Yeah, right. But but if you're, you know, who who has the expertise regularly walking around that you do, that you that you honestly meet every day? You know, very few yeah. people. So yeah. you know, they hear things that sound good. And they roll with it, you know, like, oh mm-hmm. man, uh, oh fuck that, I don't, I don't want that, and and I get it, you don't want to die, you don't want to get terminally ill, none of us do, but you have to be able to recognize when somebody's pushing an agenda, right? When somebody's it, it pushing, you know, it, and and that's what it is. It's a, it's an agenda, and uh, you know, when you get to the root of where it comes from, you'd be like, that's why you did all this. Yeah, man. Because, yeah, because Robert Kennedy's brother said so. Yeah, you, you listen to him on anything else? You listen to him about black folks? Oh, wait, you don't? Oh, that's interesting. But you listen to him about yourself? <laughs> that's weird. That's the weirdest thing I've I seen. It's like you don't trust you don't trust white folks. Okay, that's on you, my brother. That's that's just you. But you're gonna listen to him about your health? I, I don't I don't, I don't understand believe, that. I don't believe black people when they say that. They be like, oh, oh listen. Yeah. Right. Folks, not, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't believe right. you anymore. Yeah. I don't believe it. Um, because all the sources you've given me, I go to the bottom and I see who wrote it. 
And I'm like, nah, there, there, there's something here you didn't tell me about this article, brother. It ain't wrote by a brother. <laughs> you know, um, huh? are you taking questions? Did you give the link out, or you you just taking you just, you just yeah? I gave the link out. I'm gonna get a link out. Y'all don't come in and ask you questions. Okay, I got, I got a little bit more time. My wife got work tomorrow morning, so I stick around for a little bit. Um, because I'm looking for um easy bands to finally come in. <laughs> oh my god! Because um every time we have uh, the topic of vaccines come up, I'm seeing that the brother. I'm not sure if the brother or sister, so I don't want to disrespect, but uh, the brother or sister will say um the same things. Yep. So I read one of their last questions, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute and see if they pop in. But um, they were saying that first they misquoted me or whatever um, from another time. But it's a push about this nutrition thing, and not as a way to to avoid vaccines. And so what they just said was that um, uh, a person named Jay Le Levy, MD, says that an innate immune system can, in some cases, does induce CD8 antiviral response. They're looking for a drug or herb that can activate this production rather than a vaccine. So first let me explain this. And I'm and this is for that person and then everybody listening. When you look up um CD8, what he's talking about is a T lymphocyte or a leukocyte, a white blood cell. And the CD8 variety is distinct from the CD4 and helper, the, the helper T cells and so on and the suppressor ones. The CD8 one destroys infected cells so that by itself the cell has to be infected already and so you have humor you have what takes place in the humors or the humoral response which is uh, when pathogens are in your system but they're not affected uh, a cell yet so so you're risking waiting for your cells to be infected just to go and and find something that can activate the cd8 uh, t-cell and then you run a risk of producing too many of them, and you have to identify the enemy. So, so these infected cells carry proteins on the outside that that market for um, that you know it's it's either friend or foe, and so all of that stuff has to take place. And so, what again? It goes back to people needing to understand and learn about the immune system. Take a course. There, there's there, there's courses online for free. You can take a course and understand all of the cells of the immune system, all of them from the from the B lymphocytes to the leukocytes, lymphocytes, the neutrophils, the the all macrophages, the all yes, that, macrophages, all of that kind of stuff. Um, the cytokine, uh, cytokines and 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 how uh, histamines are released and inflammation is 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 produced and the pus, where all that stuff comes from. Learn that stuff first. That's why I say this conversation has to be slowed down when you're dealing with people's health jokes to over that microwaving stuff can't be done on topics like this really shouldn't be done on any topic but uh, but especially this kind of stuff because people you know for the long run people are gonna uh people can get hurt so that's why i recommend to easy bands and anybody else at least if you're gonna mention cd8 learn what it is yeah. learn what it does and all the other variety of those because you don't want to induce an autoimmune response by 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 producing these things where they start killing any and everything yeah, that's how people that uh people have like lupus and stuff like that have overactive immune systems. So you try to do yeah. something like that, you end up with autoimmune disease. There you go. Exactly. So anyway, so so um Sonk, I just wanted to uh, so, 
if you can put that link out there because because this person um says this stuff every time now he's saying i'm deflecting and Wait, hold I, up. so there, there's another that deflect nothing else i actually dealt with his his point head on head so, on. <laughs> so we have another question it's, it's a little more serious than what easy man's posting so art two officially said he said unk can you go into the possible causes of autism yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. Let me come to this book right here. I suggest everybody get the book. A vaccine scientist wrote this book. You should get the works of vaccine scientists. Okay? This is this is very, very important. All right? Uh, just like in that debate, uh, what happened was, and I'm, I can tell y'all, what happened was, you know, getting ready for the debate. When we was there, we was meeting the, meeting the individuals who was going to ask the debate. And of course, I gravitated to the sciences that I was going to be going against, and Brother Saw and Brother uh, Unbox and uh, Garfield. And shout out to Garfield and the Dagger Squad. I guess he was busy. Um, I'm pretty sure I know where the get name Dagger Squad came from. It came from giving people daggers. <laughs> That's where he developed that name from. But let me move forward. So, in this in the vaccine debate, I was talking to the scientists. And, uh, you know, a divine prospect, uh, he's always sniffing around. Right? <laughs> and, you know, of course, he was on the anti-vaccine side. And that's okay. And so, you know, divine tries to sound real important with his words. And so he's, you know, I'm sitting there talking to the scientists. He wants to get in the conversation. Yeah, I'm, that's a scientist. Nigga, I know it's a scientist, <laughs> right? And me and the scientist was having a conversation over some peer-reviewed work that uh, he was going to send me that he had actually published. And, and Divine steps up and says, yeah, 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 see that, um, he know. I said, wait a minute, Divine. You don't want to read that paper because it's talking about viruses and how they mutate. You don't agree with evolution, bro. And the scientist looked down like, really? Like, like what is this guy talking about? Like. How do you not understand or agree with evolution? Yes. And so the next point was, I said, now, what can I use against this science? Because I'm already thinking, you know, before we go into the debate, what can I get them on, right? Because I'm talking to them. And I said, well, by the way, since you're the only scientist over there, I said, are you trying to tell me that you don't vaccinate your kids? Because I find it very odd that a scientist, right, wouldn't do it. The guy was like, oh, no, 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 no. I vaccinated all my children. I'm like, really? I say, well, hold on, hold on. I said, I bet you're going to say that in the debate. Now, you know, I'm doing the, the, the God killer thing right now. I'm, I'm picking them. You know, baiting them. I said, I bet you're going to say it during the debate. He's like, oh, yes, I will. I'm like, uh huh, right. So lo and behold, we rocking in the debate. He gets up there and grabs the mic. Now, first of all, I don't know if he realized by saying that it was crazy or he wanted to get it out before I brought it to everybody's attention because I sure as hell was going to ask him. He said, oh, yeah, but they said I wouldn't. They said I wouldn't say this during the debate. Yes, I have vaccinated my children. I was like, why he said that? So when I got the mic, <laughs> watch this. When I got the mic, I was like, I said, the only scientist on their side, on the anti-vaccine side, has actually vaccinated his children? Did he just say that? I said, I find it to be very interesting that he's up here telling us not to vaccinate our children and all of his children has been vaccinated. I said, where I come from, we call that trigology. 
And of course they start trying to boo me. You know how the crowd was doing it, right? But I found it very interesting that the only scientist they had, they had a pediatrician over there and a damn scientist, right? And he had actually vaccinated his children. For me, and what I was doing, they had lost at that moment, no matter what they could say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I just uh, want to uh, let y'all do the film for that. You was going to say something, Dragon? Yeah, man, I was going to say, um, I appreciate having me on here. The wife is asleep, and I said I was going to get off a little early. But, uh, get off with the wife, man. To make it. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, appreciate so, you. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, appreciate you, Dragon, man. Um, they don't know how, how extensive you are. Uh, in this, uh, you in them labs, and 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 I'm proud to have a black person in the lab. Since they act like black people don't be in labs, that's not true. And I appreciate you, bro. And you know how we're gonna do it, man. So go ahead, give it the wife. That's first and foremost, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. So uh, yeah, if y'all want to see me more, I do videos, live videos. Yeah. I I go in on folks. You know, I can be in a lab, but I will go in on that ass. Don't forget, I am from Louisiana, so don't 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 misunderstand at all. Uh, so yeah, if y'all want to y'all get some entertainment, go ahead and subscribe. Yeah, let me put it. It, in was, it was good to have you on. I definitely want to talk to you more on vaccinations. <laughs> you know, I want to compare notes. Yeah, man. Yeah, I need to I need to up on uh, my knowledge anyway, because uh, I need to take uh, I'm gonna actually take a formal course in immunology because I just been taking like a microbiology and other courses that are associated with it, because uh, my area is more in biochemistry. Right now, I do biochemistry research and um, focusing on cancer research. So I'm trying to move into uh, the area of, of um, so it's it's called uh, BALL B cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia, and so I need to learn about immunology and cancer because that's where the intersection is. So I got to learn all that shit now. So yeah, yeah, they can make, yeah, they coming out with vaccines uh, uh, that force cancer, like the like the um the human papilloma. That, yeah, uh, called the H. What is it? The HPV. H yeah, HPV. HPV. Yeah, the dude this the dude is training me uh, help make that vaccine. Okay, well, all right, I, so I got a go. quick question for you, uh, Dragnaut, just before yeah. you leave, real quick. Um, yeah, what's up? Have, you, have you heard the claim that um, red blood cells, you have um, erythrocytes, red blood cells mm -hmm. not being produced in the bone marrow? There, there's a claim that not, uh, yeah, not what? How does that don't make no sense? What? Yeah, I've never heard of that. That is that <laughs> is all that is all produced in the intestines. That makes no what. Yeah, there's yes. Uh -oh. That makes no yeah. sense. How would they get to how they get to the circulatory system? That boy said in the intestines. How, I'm just, wait, so I, I'm so confused. How would they get to the <laughs> circulatory system? They would be wow. excreted. Well, they, they're saying that they're produced in the intestines. You know, they right. Uh <laughs> takes place in the intestines. But anyway, I, I know you gotta go yeah. just because uh that, that's something that we probably uh yeah. just, uh kind of cover as well maybe not in this this conversation yeah yeah I'm, I'm gonna need i'm gonna need them studies man <laughs> i'm gonna see the video that's the quack doctor you know, yeah let me, doctor let me see that shit yeah, inky the quack doctor but go ahead go ahead oh, bro hold you up. that's funny all right man i'm gonna catch y'all later all, all right. right so we're gonna come to chapter nine man i appreciate uh drag not coming on man so i think y'all know we just armed and dangerous around here y'all y'all just not gonna win y'all just not gonna y'all not gonna Science will not succumb to debauchery and pseudoisms and foolery. It's not. Only science can defeat science. Never forget that. So we come to chapter nine. Okay, what does 
what does cause autism? The scientific evidence. This is a great chapter to read, y'all. Uh -oh. See what 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 the pseudo does is they automatically tell you what caused autism. Mm -hmm. Vaccines. What the scientific mind says, okay, vaccines, and then what else could possibly cause right. autism? All factors. You don't just jump into, well, it's vaccines. See, that's what our community does. They're automatically saying vaccines. Well, suppose it's not vaccines. Then what, what, what else could be the possible mechanism that would cause vaccines? What are the other causalities? What else? See? Pseudo never think about that. He's stuck. He's one way. It says, as detailed in the previous chapter, a massive amount of evidence refutes any links between vaccines and autism. We now have data of information on more than 1 million children. You're not going to get around a 1 million children's study. That's a hell of a sample size. Where Inky and the boys, you're not going to get past that. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you got one YouTube video <laughs> how about my child got autism. Man, get out of here, man. From a vaccine, that's not going to do it. So one million children that show vaccines do not cause autism, including the MMR vaccine given to children. It says vaccine, it says that vac vaccines that previously contain thermosol or any other vaccine study to date. It says, but there is another important part to the story. As the father of a child with autism, I would also like to point out that there is, there, hold on. I'm skipping. That there is no uh, reasonable plausibility, okay, of vaccines causing autism. I can assert this with confidence because we now know so much more about genetic and neurological complexities of autism than ever, be, ever before. So, you know, they have identified genes, genetic, that plays a role in right. causing autism. So you would have to explain how a vaccine, okay, could actually direct genes into causing autism. That's just a point. You want so, to add some of that? Yeah, let me add on. So first of all, there's no such conversation about vaccines and autism. Like that's something what pseudo people say because the initial claim, the initial report was fraudulent. It was found to be fraudulent. So we shouldn't even be having that discussion, vaccines and autism. The initial claim was found to be fraudulent and my man lost his license and his paper was retracted from the Lancet. So there's no study. The only study, the only quote unquote study was a fraudulent one. So there's no authentic study that says anything about autism and vaccines. So we shouldn't even be having this conversation until there's a study. Wakefield. Wakefield was paid $500,000. Uh, he was in a, he was in a, what, a claim? What was he in? He was uh, paid by a law firm. 
in a, in a class action suit. Class action suit. Now, when you're involved in things like that, you have to make people aware that you and stuff like that. Right. All right. So now he's in a class a class action lawsuit. Got five hundred thousand dollars. Now gonna come up with a twelve kid study. A twelve kid study. Right. Acting like it was autism. So he had he had a reason to to, to act like autism was actually. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, caused by that. He had a re he had a five hundred thousand dollar reason to play that game. Right. He also he also filed a he also filed a patent that would have uh, he would have been a competitor to the M uh, MMR vaccine uh, two year or a year before his uh, publication. So he had a competing vaccine in the making. So that, that's another conflict of interest. Of course, if I have a competing vaccine, I'm going to make MMR seem like it's, it's you know it's dangerous or contaminated because I got to sell my vaccine. Key points. He was part of a class action lawsuit. He was paid $500,000 from a law firm, one, and two, he had a competing vaccine. All that amounts to a bunch of crock. Look up Wakefield. The suitor will try to use that against you. He also lied about the hospital records of the children. Facts. They lied about that. Correct. Yeah, so uh, my man was uh, fraudulent from top to bottom. Like, nothing about the report was actually accurate or true. The, no, 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 no. the entire re report from top to bottom was fraudulent. So, so th there is no th there is no claim. I mean, yeah, so there is no real discussion of autism and uh, vaccines. That's why scientists moved on and they had looked at genetics. So, yes, uh, my man in the chat, genetics, scientists have found links to autism. Uh, first of all, because you don't study, you have uh, preterm preterm births, uh, parents who smoke. These are all contributions, possible contributions to autism. Um, it's a drug that uh, you, you got. You got preterm birth. You got people who smoke. You got genetics. I forget it's a drug that they had that actually. Uh, 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 was actually uh, helping cause autism too in pregnant women, and they no longer use that drug. Let me finish this. All of this, all of this new information reinforces the lack of any association <clears throat> between vaccines and autism, and indeed points towards the realization that any vaccine given during childhood simply could not cause it. Watch this now. This is this is an important part right here. Watch this. It says the brains of kids with autism are so different in terms of their anatomy and structure, both at the visible and microscopic levels, that there is no reasonable way we could account for those effects as being caused by vaccine given in infancy or early childhood. Man, listen, I'm gonna read this again. The brains okay, of kids with autism are so different in terms of their anatomy and structure, both at visible and microscopic levels, that there is no reasonable way we could account for those effects as being caused by a vaccine given in infancy or early childhood. Instead, the brains of kids and of course, ultimately adults with autism are structurally different from those of people without 
autism. And these changes almost certainly began prematurely before the kid is born. Very simple. The pseudo says that, let them know that the artistic brain is totally different than the structure of a normal function infinite. I mean, yeah, I, I believe it's three three percent larger. There you go. So how ask Minister Inky and all the crazy people? Then how does that occur? How does that? Go ahead, you guys say something, something. Yeah, I think um, I think <clears throat> a lot of that, and I don't want to sound condescending, goes over a lot of people's heads, right? <laughs> this is where they stuck at. You got to meet them where they at. You feel me? Mm -hmm. They stuck on race. They think that uh, that medicines affect the the so-called. They don't they don't understand that race is a is a um, social construct. It's not right. scientific. Right. Right. So they believe that according to race, medicines affect the different groups differently. Uh, Master Sergeant Bob Strong in the chat says. Do all medicines affect every race the same? Example, this approximately 500,000 white kids study is good for all races? He asked the question, is that what you believe? He's asking you all. So he believed that race has something to do, right, with the way vaccines and medicines affect different populations. Go ahead. Give it to him. Hey, come on with that, Bob. Stop it, bro. There's no such thing as race-specific medicine. 99% of all homo sapiens sapiens are genetically the same. Matter of fact, the most diversity you find on the continent of Africa. How about that? I'm gonna say this again, that the most diversity of homo sapiens sapiens actually found on the continent of Africa. So, there's no paper that would remotely suggest. Somebody saying something? So let me read this, Unc. Uh, I was going to say, Unc, uh, you know, you can bring it to play. When you go get a DNA test, how much of their, your DNA do they actually test? Hmm. I think it's like 2%. Wow. Reason being is because the rest of the percentage is exactly the same with all humans. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, because all, all human beings living today come from uh, mitochondria E and Y chromosome Adam, no matter what, no matter what color your skin is. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. Let me just say this too. Um, people got to be careful how they word these things because you can, you can get your um, DNA mapped and sequenced with companies like 23andMe and they focus on health and they can tell you from your DNA from the results uh, what you uh, are prone for in terms of uh, different illnesses or um, things dealing with illnesses, um, conditions, allergies, and things like that. And so it's not that, you know, it's race specific. Yeah, I understand race is a social construct. It's an arbitrary social construct. Um, and the way we use it is like an illusion. Like we, we think it's real, and we use it as if it's real, so you can't really tell anybody otherwise, but it's not a race-based thing. It's based on um, other factors. So until people are ready to have that kind of conversation, then I think people should refrain from, from it being like race-based because, you know, this whole 
black, you know, um, and white or whatever the case is. That's not what it's about, especially on the biological level. All right, because race race has no biological reality. Remember that. I'm repeat that. Race has no biological reality. It's a social construct that we definitely use, and we and we are affected by it. But on a biological level, biochemical level, race uh, does has no reality. Race that you understand, that we understand. So keep that in mind. So it says here, it says, since 1990, the scientific community knew that autism was genetic. What did they know? They knew it was genetic. Genes play a major role, even if autism doesn't run in your family. Scientists are able to identify these de novo mutations, and now we're starting to see them occur frequently in specific places in the genome, in specific genes, and they now have dozens of genes that are now unequivocally linked to autism, dude. You heard that? So now they can say this mutation is a cause of autism. Hey, did you hear me? So they now can say this mutation is a cause of autism. Your child carries a mutation in the gene chromosome, chromo domain 8 or the gene uh, DERC1A or SMR1 or MEC2. There's a whole system of genes now where you can actually even uh, see in a research study that they can take a series of genetic findings and they can repeat them back to uh, report them back to the primary care physician and they can report them to the family. And now the family knows this is one of the major genetic contributions in their child. You heard that? So they, they do, they have found a link or a cause. A cause, in this case, they found a cause. It's a genetic, it's a genetic mutation, it's a frequent genetic uh, mutation. You got, you got this research, you'll find it. Autism piece, right? So, um, yeah, I, I, I guess I want to, uh, I guess a little commercial break. I just hope everybody <laughs> takes the time out to actually study the immune system. Um, there's some free courses on, I think, Udemy, Coursera, or websites like that. Um, do some research so that so that you can really slow the conversation down and we can discuss each point and part of it instead of these gla glossed over, glazed over, and conspiracy theory-induced conversations that really gets us nowhere fast. <laughs> You know, for really, because we're we're I'm hearing the same things over and over again. I mean, for this since the event, that event um, that took place a little bit a week, uh, two weeks before the event itself, and and up until now, we're hearing the same things being said right. and thrown thrown around. And I I don't I don't know anybody who said, hey, I took you all's advice and I looked into the immune system and blah 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 blah. Here's where I think you all are wrong, and here's where I think you all are right. Nobody, nobody's coming back doing that. So I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna keep encouraging people. Not gonna happen. Look, look. We got that immune system uh, presentation you did, man, the other day, man, on the channel, man. That shit was spectacular, man. I went yeah. back and looked at that, and then looked at, you know, the information I coupled that. I said that damn Wujai, man, he stay right there in the pocket. He stay right there. Stay, you keep your finger on the pulse of what's needed. You look over what's the, you keep what we doing. And then you dissect and say, okay, this is what they need to infuse. Blah, 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 blah. Like you've been doing that shit for the past couple years, bro. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. Right, right there with it. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, we not we're not going to lose this conversation based off of the effectiveness of vaccines. And the only reason we have an outcry in the quote unquote misinformed community is because vaccines have actually worked so well because of the human understanding of the immune system, as Wuja eloquently put out. Go back and watch that video. Right? They understand the immune system. A glimpse into understanding the immune system occurred in West Africa. You know what I'm saying? A glimpse of understanding, well, if we do this, we do that. Before that point, man, you talking about thousands of lives lost, millions of lives lost. I told y'all in the sixth century, half of the human population was wiped out. Don't figure that. Figure that, think about that. 1918, y'all can look this up. Type in the pandemic of 1819. Um. Hey, I think I think we gotta go at it another way. Is because the people who the people who already believe in vaccinations, you know, we preaching to them right now, and the people who just against it, they 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 not wavering, yo. You feel? He is wavering. You you're right. Hold on, hold on. Everything is everything said, uh, master. Master Stab Sean and Bob, I should report you to defects. <laughs> 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 reporting the defects. <laughs> they not wavering, man. They, it's, it's oh, man. evolution, right? After y'all gave all that information at the evolution conference, people still kept saying the same thing. Mm. Oh, y'all saying we came from monkeys. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And then after, after the debate with the vaccines, the same people are saying the same thing. It is, it's no moving them. You feel me? It's no moving them. Like it's beating a dead horse. Some people, you just got to throw your hands up. They, they, it's no way. It's, it's impossible. Hey, hey, Chef, listen. Evolution things a little different. I get the racism. I get all that. It's a little different. It ain't your health yet. Yeah. Right. It's not evolution is at the is is at the center. I chose evolution because I knew these conversations were going to come about, mm-hmm. and I knew we had to understand evolution. Brother, brother Panther, tell you when I first met brother Panther, he was like, "What?" I was anti-evolution. I was no, no, no. <laughs> I don't believe that monkey shit, all of it. The wow. whole and I'll tell you when I realized why I fuck with Brother Ben. Let me tell y'all why, y'all just don't know why. Because he's sharp. See, it's not a matter of, if, you don't, if you're ignorant of something, man, that's okay. And most people are ignorant of what we talked about. That's okay. So Brother Ben just didn't know. For some crazy reason, he just, caught me at a time when I had my whole presentation. He caught me right there. We was in the restaurant. I forget the name of the restaurant. There. It's Helpful Essence. Helpful, Helpful Essence. Essence. And I had my whole presentation and he had number what he thought. <laughs> and man. And, we, I, and, and even after the presentation, I still was like, eh, okay, that was compelling, but I'm not all the way convinced. So we talking on the phone. Now, I remember my last stronghold. This was my last bit of evidence. If he was going to debunk this, I was done. I was like, you know what? Um, 
you're talking all this evolution stuff. I was like, well, what about Lucy? Explain Lucy to me then. Unk started laughing. I was like, man, what's funny, man? He said, have you seen a picture of Lucy? I said, no. <laughs> he sends me a picture of Lucy. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> because when you, when you hear people talk right, about right. Lucy, they talk about Lucy. Like a woman. Like it's an anatomically correct human. Yeah. They don't talk about Lucy like it's a hominid. So when they send it, I said, oh, shit. <laughs> My ass. And, and, and after that, I was done. I was all right. Um, <laughs> you got it, man. I, I lost. <laughs> That's it. I had nothing else to come at him with. It's over. <laughs> I got to get more educated on Correct. evolution. And I decided to, to take uh, courses like Wujawu just said. I took a course from Duke University mm. on evolution on Corsica. I took a course uh, on EDX that was uh, presented by Harvard University mm. on life and evolution. Mm -hmm. And I just educated myself, man. Mm -hmm. And I realized how stupid I sounded. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's how Sarge been that sounding. All we asking y'all is Educate your daggone self. That's it. That's all we advocating. Read a book I on said, evolution. Yeah. Read a book I on evolution. <laughs> you gotta you gotta realize when you're done. You gotta realize when you did you didn't fought the fight and it's over with. <laughs> and you didn't win. <laughs> and you didn't win. That's it. I'm sorry. Come on, I'm sorry. Sarge, I, man. Hey, Come on, man. There's been many times doing this where I wanted something to be true, but it just wasn't. Mm. That's that's just what it was. I mean, all of the all of the battles we fought, you know, even challenging information from people, you know, no longer with us. At some point, I probably believed some of this stuff. But when I really got to looking into it, I said, oh, shit. <laughs> this, this isn't what it is. Per perfect example. We all hear about the, the third eye stuff coming out of Kemet. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. As a young man, I was like, yeah, third eye, that's the, that's the part of the brain, and da 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 right? When I took the course from Brother Wu Jawu, <laughs> Wujawu taught me how to break down the glyphs and read the glyphs, you know, read them for yourself. I looked and looked and looked and looked for this third eye stuff in Kemet. <laughs> and I ain't find nothing, man. <laughs> I, I didn't find nothing. I wanted, I wanted it to be there. I wanted it to be there. Did you see? Huh? Did, you, did you see what Simon said? Simon said, you sure? He said, you sure, Lucy, a toile, a pygmy. No, she's not. No, she's not. She's an Australopithecus, bro. <laughs> she's not a pygmy. <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> I've, been to the, I've been to the museum now where they found her. <laughs> I, I can definitely say she's not a toile. Whoever gave you that information, they gave you some bad information. I'm just going to yeah, let you know. Yeah, they killed you. 
Uh, we've heard people say, Dr. Benson, that's our ancestor. Her name is Degnesh. He said Degnesh. Right. Watch this. I'm going to show y'all something. And it's all relevant. Yeah, I've I, 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 I wanted stuff to be there at different points, you know. Um, it just wasn't there. And you just got to have enough integrity to not try to justify it in your mind, not try to say, well, you know, it could be this, it could be that. To just say, hey, man, based on the evidence currently, right now, 2020, January, I can't find it. So until I find it, I got to go with the evidence. Yeah, you got to go with the evidence, man. That's, that's just what it is. That's what it comes down to in science. It doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter what you think. It's all about what you can prove. It's all about what you can present, and we can have an intelligent conversation about it, and we can say, oh, okay, this is credible. If you don't have any credible evidence, we're not really talking about anything. We're just not. So whether you want to believe in your heart that the Olamex is black, or you want to believe in your heart that the Native Americans is African, or you want to believe in your heart that we've been here for thousands upon thousands of years in North America, that's great that you believe that. But when we get into the details of the evidence, just not there <laughs> and you got to go with the evidence otherwise you're just going off of what you believe and you can believe anything yeah you can you can make your mouth like like the people say in the south you can make your mouth say anything mm. mm -hmm. but when you talk about evidence and we start going into the archaeological record and we start going into genetics and we start going into this that and you get the primary research and you travel to these places hey man it don't stack up nah man and that and that's why it was so deep uh when, when, when you when you start to actually dove dove or it dove and dove into into african spirituality then you dove in mm -hmm. Right, you, you you realize what it was and what it wasn't. How about that? What it could do, what it couldn't do, what its limitations was on this, and what it could work on that. See what I'm saying? It's yeah, a, a, a lot of people got African spirituality messed up. I'm just gonna put it out there, <laughs> and 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 I'm talking to practitioners and non-practitioners. I mean, a lot of people think it's something that it's not, and it's the same problem. Just like it's the problem with Egypt of people don't learn the language, yeah. so they don't know how to read it themselves. It's the same problem because people can't read Europe either. Mm -hmm. People can't read uh, the language, the fine language in Benin. They can't read this stuff. So they rely on translations, right? Mm -hmm. But these translations, and I had to learn this. This is personal for me. Some of these translations suck. And some of these translations are put into Christian terms because they're trying to meet people where they are mm -hmm. instead of saying what it really is. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you read a text from the Yoruba tradition and it talks about your ancestors being in the Orun, and they will translate Orun as heaven. 
That's not what they're talking about. That's not what they mean. They don't mean heaven. That's translated from a Christian perspective. Yeah, like Wallace did. Wallace he's buried when he talked about the nature. Let me right. same problem. Same problems. <laughs> Christian perspective, European perspective. That's why we got because that's all they that's their backing. That's all they got to have. That's all they got. So when they talk about mm-hmm. Orishas and you will hear them say, Oh, they're kind of like angels. No, they're not. Yeah. But that's the perspective in which it was wrote. So you'll start to believe that. Yeah, you kind of that's the problem. That's why brothers like Wujawu are so important because they teach you to read it for yourself Mm -hmm. so you can get the perspective from the cultural perspective. Yeah, you can kind of demystify it. But let me read this right here. Man, I'm telling you, it gets real down. And you'd be like, man, these people just talk about nature. Is that? (laughs) Yeah, it's not really really as special as, as people think it is. Yeah, for what you, you got to figure out where they was at. What, what else did they have? But the, the stuff around them is crazy, and they incorporated it in their system. That right, just basic understanding of human being. So why is this? This for you, Sarge. Here go Lucy. See, this for you, Sarge. Get your education, bro. Lucy Australopithecus. Let's see, Lucy. Explain what Australopithecus is, please, because a lot of people. Don't. I'm gonna get down to it. Watch, it's, it's Australopithecus. Is an extinct hominin, like Bubba Ben said, that lived between 3.9 and 2.9 million years ago in Africa. Okay, simple. Humans, Homo sapiens sapiens, are not around at 3.9 million and 2.9 million. There aren't any humans. No, specifically, no Homo sapiens. So Lucy is the common name. Y'all can type this in your search engine, AL288-1. That's the file number for it, all right? In the museum, they put it attached to the fossils. It says several hundred pieces of bones, fossils, representing 40% of the skeleton of the female, right? Hominin species. It is a female, though, okay? Mm-hmm. Hominin species, Australopithecus afrovenesis. In Ethiopia, the assembly is also known as, this is the word Dr. Ben like to use, Dagnesh, which means you are marvelous in Amharic language. Lucy was discovered in 1974 in Africa in Hadar, okay, a site in the Ashwan Valley of the Afar Triangle in Ethiopia by paleontologist Donald Johnson of the Cleveland Museum of Natural History. The Lucy specimen is an early orthopithecine and is dated to about 3.2 million years ago. Now watch this, the skeleton represents a small scar akin to that of non-hominid apes. Akin to non-hominid apes, plus evidence of walking gait that was bipedal, look up what bipedal is, and upright akin to the humans. So, here we go. What's important about this find? What makes it so special? That for the first time in history, they found a fossil that possessed a what? Here you go. 
<laughs> Bipedal upright. That was akin to humans. Okay? This combination supports the view in human evolution that bipedalism precedes increased brain size, y'all. That's why this is important. It was a combination of non-hominid apes, evidence, walking gait, that was bipedal and upright. There you go. This is why the fossil is important. Right here, when they was looking at her hip earlier, right here, y'all. See that? See that cat going right there? It's over. See? It's over. That's why it's important. It's over. I had to realize it was over. Here you go. Watch this. The room was up. Watch this. The gig is up. It say <laughs> this combination supports the view that human evolution that bipedalism precedes increase in brain size. It say in 2016, <laughs> the study proposes that Australopithecus africanus was also was also to a large extinct tree dwelling. Thought and say, though the exact of this is debated. Why did I say that? In 2016, the study proposes that Australopithecus Afrozenesis was also, well, did they say that wrong? Was also to a large extinct tree, tree dwelling. What they were putting in it? Says, it says to the extent. I said that. Through the extent. What did that word ain't there? See? Go ahead, you read it. Maybe I'm tripping. Okay, it's a Australopithecus afarensis was also to a large extent tree dwelling. I got though, it. though the extent <laughs> of this is debated. Ah, there you go. Tree dwelling. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you have it. Um, pull up uh Mrs. Pless. Uh, oh, shoot. Miss who? Mrs. Pless. What is that? P-L-E-S. P-L-E-S. Mrs.? Yeah. Mrs. Pless Fossil. <laughs> Oh, so this God. is this is the fossil. Ooh. This is one of the fossils that was found in the Sturfunken uh, caves in South Africa. Ooh. Oh man, you're killing with that. Yeah, pull pull that up, man. All right, read up. read about that. Hey, chef, and pull it up. Ooh, you see that? Yeah, on screen right now, Miss Plus. Also, what what also an Australopithecus Africanus. Yeah, species right here. Species is also yeah, that's it, same species. See what that says? Found near Sturfunken. That's the cave that I went in. Yep, there you go. It's in Johannesburg. Wow. Nice. What do they call that? What do they call that site? The Cradle of Humankind World Heritage Site. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. This is where some of your earliest ancestors came from. Mm -hmm. You got it. Go, uh, slide back up, um. Slide back up. 
Okay. I want to I want to read that one part. Go ahead. It says the genus of Osteopithecus, of which there are several species, is considered to a likely precursor to the Homo genus. This means before you, to which all humanity belongs. Hmm? You understand that? Mm-hmm. That means this specific genius is the direct ancestor of all people. Mm-hmm. And where was it found? South Africa. Mm. So when people say things like life began in Africa, this is what they mean. They don't mean we just popped up like we are now and we're walking around and everything's cool. And then we was like, how do you get to Detroit? No, that's not that's not what happened. Mm. They're talking about stages of evolution, and this is what they mean. Life began in Africa for humanity. Everybody. Mm. This is everybody. If you go back far enough, this is everybody's ancestors. Now, you know, mutation and all this other stuff came into being and certain quote-unquote races arose through biological diversity. But before all that, we had this. This is what was walking around. Mm. Now, there. It, now, if you look in the first paragraph, you'll see it says Mrs. Slash Mr. Flex. Mm. Now, let's talk about it's the most perfect human skulls found, but there's still a debate whether this is a Mrs. Plus or a Mr. Plus. Mm. So this is still a debate because they didn't find all of the fragments. So you can go on the Mossy Warrior Clan channel and find my video where I'm actually in this cave and the uh, and the curator is telling us exactly what it is on Wikipedia. Because I know some people feel some type of way about Wikipedia, whatever. I don't know you why. can go to the video and see that he's saying the exact same thing that's in this article. Yeah, watch this. The genus Australopithecus, of which there are several species, is considered the likely precursor of the genus Homo, right? It's say to which all humanity belongs. Watch this. This is the part that's going to get you. Though its cranium is comparable. Hold on, watch this. To chimpanzees. <laughs> <laughs> See? Oh, here you go with that monkey shit. <laughs> Hold on. They say Australopithecus walked upright as humans do. Yep. This is this was a surprise to anthropologists at the time because it had been assumed that the big brain of Homo had receded or at least evolved in tandem with our upright gait. There you go. It say Mrs. Mrs. Plaz whose cranium capacity is only about 485 cubic centimeters, right, was, they say, was one of the first fossils to reveal that upright walking had evolved well before any significant growth in brain size. There you go. Killed him. Mm-hmm. So here's where, here's, watch this. This is where I always get anybody at. I'll be setting up on it. Come to this book right here. There's no getting away from it. You just gotta go ahead and leave it alone. 
Africa. Oh, don't show, don't show the pictures, yo. Yeah, I'm gonna show the pictures. <laughs> you know, for all my acting like you African-centered people right here, this is the book by Dr. Ben. <laughs> uh, Africa, Africa, the mother of Western civilization. There you go. Get that book. Who's that by? Dr. Ben. Yep. Now, please, mm -hmm. page 25 right here. Hold on. Get to page 25 here and show you what Dr. Ben said. All right. Show you what he was talking about here. This is where I learned evolution from. I didn't learn evolution from uh, with Ben. Ben ended up going to the hall and all that. I learned this from Dr. Ben book. And I'm pretty sure, did you have this book, Ben? Yeah, I got that. You been had it, you been had it, didn't you? I didn't have it when I met you though. Okay. Let me find this picture. I'm gonna make me get the copy of the damn book. Let me see. Oh, uh, leakies. Xenthopithecus. Look, he uses words like Xenthopithecus, Anthropologist, Xenthopithecus, Boise. Hold on, that ain't what I want to find right here. The band, hold on. I want this page right here. Well, I can show you what Dr. Ben was actually concerned with. This is what his concern was. Let me see. Bang. Damn it. You know what? I know the book so well. I know about the damn The actual book itself. Hold on. Let me go to page, get the daggone actual book itself. I probably went too far on that. Here you go, page. Oh, man. Get right to it. All right, hold on. Page. The page 49, I believe. Thank you, 51. All right, it's 50. Let me go to page 50 for y'all real fast and show you how any African-centered person who denies evolution is, is not African-centered. You, know you, you know what you're doing. You're just delusional at this point. That's why I laugh at the community. I laugh at them. I laugh at all of them as they claim to be, 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 be riding with, with African and all that, but you ain't riding with your ancestors to go fall back in geological time. You ain't riding with them because they might not look the way you want them to look based off your ignorance. And this is why people actually hate the teams. They hate us because they hate science and they definitely hate me. But they don't even know why they hate it. They just hate me because I teach the white boy stuff. Hey, you teach the white boy stuff. I didn't learn it from the white boys. Learned it right here. Here I'll go. Right here. This is Dr. Ben right here. This is, this is his work. Now he was showing you, watch this, this is important. And I'm gonna show you how, how, why he's a master teacher as opposed to everybody else just talking. He's a master teacher because back then in Dr. Ben's books, he was showing you how white people was racist even when it came to the fossils. So this right here is a reconstruction of fossil man right here. See how that one in the center looks, got a European look to it, see that? This is what they was doing back in Dr. Ben's day. It's a top reconstruction of Xenopithecus Boise, African fossil man. It still has that European claim to it. See, look at that. So Dr. Ben was saying he was a sculpture, sculpture of an attempt to reconstruct Neanderthal man. 
European fossil man. Yeah, again. So they was trying to show you reconstructions back in those times, okay? And here's what Dr. Ben Prime was. Here's that, here's a skull, Zentipithecus Boise. Now watch this. Watch what Dr. Ben says. This is very, very important, right? For all those who try to act like Dr. Ben didn't mess with evolution. Of course he did. Well, what was, what was Dr. Ben's problem with the uh, representations of fossil man at this time? Watch this. It's a note. The racist attempt to make the African fossil man appear to be of Caucasian or Semitic origin. Why was Zentipinsky's Boise not shown with the so-called Negroid characteristics generally attributed to the so-called Bantu Negro or African South of the Sahara of Africa? So Dr. Ben's problem with evolution was that when they was reconstructing stuff, they were showing them as your appearance. Now, let me show you where the world has grown at right now. Let us go to this museum in Central Africa. There you go. Prehistoric Nairobi National Museum. Now look at how they showing it now. See? I got a better one for you, huh? Mm, Type in homo na lady. Yeah. yeah, type that in. All right, let me get to it. But this picture right here is where Irritated Genie was in the actual museum of Nairobi, Kenya, standing in front of it, arguing about look what white people did. They done made our ancestors look like monkeys. Huh? But this is actually where Dr. Ben was hoping that the state of evolution would go, where they would show these people. You know what I'm saying? And they true sense with the, the Africoid hair, the tight hair, with the brown skin. That's what he was trying to get us. He was trying to get us to this point, and now look where they at. In the Roby Museum, actual exhibit. Can we now see that? There you go. All right, come on the lobby. typing, right? Yep. Lottie, what's that? N-I-L, what is it? N-A-L-E-D-I. I got it. Homo Nalati. Yeah, that's a good one right there. They was actually burning they dead. Hmm? They was burning they dead. Huh. They think they were. When you click on when you click on that, I'm hoping it has, because I got I got it on my computer, but I'm hoping it has it in the article why they named it. Nalati or the lady. Uh, let me see. DNA dating. That is that's a Sisotu word. Which is yeah, a, see? Uh, oh, okay, you're killing them now. Yeah, you're killing them right now, Ben. You want to add? I'm gonna tell you why. Do you know why you, you're killing them now? Why? Because they're using African names now for this stuff. Exactly. And they and they uh and the government of South Africa made them do it. Right. It is not something that that the you know the scientists out of the goodness of their hearts said, well, you know, let's start naming them after African people. No. The government stepped in and said, No, nah, you're not finna name this after no white boy like you did all the other shit. Like Austro. Oh, yeah, yeah Austro, this and all no 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 no. So, Nalati means star in the Sisoto language because the cave is called the Rising Star Cave. 
Now that it don't get no more African than that. If you guys are familiar with Asar Imhotep's work, and he talks about uh, in Nusut Biti becoming of an ancestor and relating it to stars. Now these people were burying their dead in this in this chamber. That's why they call it the Rising Star Cave. So the government made them not only put it in an African name, but in conjunction with their tradition. Hmm. Most people are not going to catch that. Yeah, they don't want to catch it. They want to act like... That's, 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 the, that's the South African government saying, no, we're going to honor our ancestors and the 1,500 fossils, every one of them having 206 bones, Mm. We're going to honor him this way. D, here you go. You got homo habilis, homo erectus, homo florensis, and homo lalati. Whenever you see the word homo, and then, of course, you got homo sapiens, they're in the human family. So no matter what you say, these are the humans that was walking on Earth, whether you like it or not. Yeah, they don't even care if you like it or not. I mean, we just need to educate our people. It is what yeah. it is. It just is what it is, man. It just is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. It's right here. In 2017, fossils were dated close to 250,000 years ago and thus contemporary with larger brain anatomy modern humans, Neanderthal and Dinosaur. So Dinosaur is a human. Neanderthal is a human. They call them large brain humans. The research team therefore thinks that Homo nilotti is not a direct ancestor of modern humans, but probably offshoot within the genius homo see mm -hmm. yeah so you know that's crazy look at all the bones they got they be acting like they ain't got no bones they do got bones yeah they got hella bones at that museum and i got the pictures of all of them yeah it's over with yeah, you ain't getting past this you just you can act like you're getting past it hope you can get past it wish you was gonna get past and, and it, it showed that it showed that this particular uh genius was intelligent because it was a deliberate disposal of their dead. Yeah, they burn their dead, y'all. Here you go, here's the species. Hey, they in the genius homo, right? Uh, and this is the thing, huh? There wasn't no animal bones in the in the cave. It wasn't no bite marks, no scratches. They knew what they were doing. It's crazy, yo. From babies to elderly. It's crazy. They knew what they were doing. They yes. knew that they were burying their dead. So they weren't just walking around stupid. Hmm. They yeah. knew exactly what they were doing. Even though they had smaller brains, they knew what they were doing as far as burying their dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody want to play. Yeah, you got all, so you got the, you got the pseudo crowd who thinks that they're the anti-vaccine, the anti-evolution, they're anti, what else they anti-against? Anti-evolution, anti-vaccine, um, anti-fucking big bang. <laughs> they just kind of anti-life, to be honest. Yeah, they're really anti, <laughs> they're, they're anti-anything government. Yeah, anti-government, anti-white, but all drive cars and all wear gold teeth. Oh, come on, man. Look, see this, this is homo sapiens right here. It's the genius homo. 
That's the genius, homo, right? Species, homo sapiens. Remember this right here? Mm -hmm. Look, the genius homo, the species is Neanderthal. It's his own separate species. So there you go. I want, I, and I would also like you to know that homo sapien could mix within the genius if it's within two million years. Humans, homo sapiens could have mixed with homo nilati, whether you like it or not, because they sure as hell mix with homo Neanderthal and Homo Venusova, they definitely mixed with them. So, so before we even left the continent, we was mixing with archaic humans. Since y'all don't like that. And I tell you something that's real funny at the end of the day. At the end of the day, at the end of the day going day, the reality of the whole situation is this. When 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 modern humans was living amongst these other humans, archaic humans, obviously they didn't see that much of a difference. Then that would make you say, damn. Suppose they come up with something even more. Check this out, Chef. Suppose they come up with something even more that kind of really shows some different things. You might have some other humans walking around with us right now, and we just can't tell the difference yet. <laughs> I mean, they talk about that, uh, those footprints in Tanzania, huh? Oh, yeah. To talk about our ancestors walking up rightly 3.6 million years ago to mm -hmm. Australopithecus oh, yeah. Alarensis. Yeah, 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 you're killing them now, bro. So, I mean, you know, it's it's just certain things, you know. Look, I was where a lot of y'all are at, but how the hell I'm gonna fight all of this? You can't fight, yo. you gotta, you just gotta yeah. look when you go, and I had to go see it for myself, right. So, you know, we went to the Metropolitan Museum. That's one thing. Right. You know, we went to the other museum in Philly, the uh, Museum of Natural History. That's another thing. But when you go to Africa and you see this, this stuff for yourself, you're like, man, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally defeated. I'm through. It just is what it is. And sometimes, you know, you just got to give people time to get there. If yeah, I think that's the you, part of it. Yeah, if it's important to you, you you'll you know you'll come around, man. Because no, we you know evolution. So huh? look what Saw said. He said, "I watch nonstop videos. That's probably your damn problem." And I read books. What books are you reading? You can't yeah. dig up five bones and, and tell me the history of mankind. Come on, do you got your, did you see all these guys? I, I don't think he was listening. We we said fifteen hundred human remains, sir. Look at all these below. And that's just one guys. cave. But this is what I'm talking about. When you go to Africa and see this stuff for yourself, oh, you you're gonna be totally defeated. There's one thing to watch some videos. <laughs> one thing to read some books. That's cool. Now you can get a lot of good information. Oh, man. But when you go to Africa and that ancestor staring you in the face, oh man, you're done. That's the cave, is in they the bones on the floor of the cave. Let's make it bigger. Everybody stop playing. Stop it, stop it, Chief. I mean, I, I guess you just in here to push the envelope because we just showing you. Look at all them bones at the bottom of this cave, bro. This is the actual site right here. This is what it is, man. 
There you go. Matter of fact, they had to get a um. Yeah, why you add it? That's the bottom of the cave, unit three, excavation area, flow stones, drain. And you know everybody can't couldn't get in that cave, huh? They specifically recruited women, yeah, of a uh, petite size because it's so narrow. That's why the cave isn't open right now, uh, for public view, mm -hmm. because it's too narrow. Like me and you, we ain't gonna be able to get up in there. You know, like uh, we can't squeeze through that little hole. So they had to recruit women of a certain stature to go down in there mm -hmm. and uh, recover all the remains. And I mean, uh, they use, you know, fine tools so they wouldn't damage the bones. But uh, I mean, it's something to where it's, it's, it's such a remarkable find because they had to put so much work in. When the archaeologist realized what was down there, he was like, okay, I need a team and I need a very small team, like in stature. Mm -hmm. So they actually have a picture of the women in the museum that went down in there. Mm -hmm. Very small, petite women. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, archaeologists had the archaeology background. And, you know, they brought, you know, our ancestors to the forefront. But, uh, you know, it, they put in that work. Mm -hmm. At a certain point, you got to just honor the people putting in the work and not the people, you know, just, you know, just talking. Yeah, did I show people put in work? Damn, I wasn't even screen sharing that. Nah. Damn. When I start screen sharing. Damn. It's on there now. Here you go. Look at the cave right here, yo. Stratigraphic stratigraphic position of flowstones and sediment and sedimentary units. Not to scale. Y'all go. I so cannot you see believe that entranceway, right? Huh? You see that entranceway? The flowstone coming out of the side passage. You see that? Uh huh. The eyes so narrow. To the right? No, like the the uh the opening near the top. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Only entrance here, you go. You big it up. Yeah, you see that twelve millimeter, twelve meter vertical shaft. We ain't getting in that. <laughs> that you is, know, that ain't gonna work for me and you. See, there's bones too. See that? Units. See, here you go. So, that's all the, you know, when they got down in there and they found all of that. Yeah, there y'all go. So, look, see? See? Oh, y'all. This, is, this is what I mean by. This is what I mean by when you go into these caves, you'll never call, you know, you, you won't make that cave dweller joke anymore. Because <laughs> nah, you, nah. you got 1,500 of your ancestors yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> down in this cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think somebody- And this is just one. This is just one cave. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you done. Somebody in the chat asked me, what did they look? They would have looked like they would have had dark skin like this. Right, yeah, so by times, like huh? Yeah, they look like that. Yeah, you can't have, you can't be in Africa without dark skin. You're gonna be done on the equator, yo. They ain't, they ain't king. Yeah, yo. yeah. Well, well, you can, but you ain't gonna last too long. Yeah, you ain't gonna make it. And that, so you're gonna get selected out for sure. 
Yeah, yeah. You, you're not gonna make it. I, w- I went to uh, South Africa in the winter time. It was 90 degrees. Oh hell! <laughs> they ain't playing, man. Oh man, they ain't playing. No. I went to Senegal in the winter time. It was 90 degrees. Wow. So it yeah, winter. So here you go again, Homo Homo sapiens. Look at Homo sapiens. This Homo sapiens right here, Homo sapiens. I know y'all don't like that. That's a Homo sapiens too. No, y'all would not. Look, but here you go right here. This is the, look at the genius. The Homo is in the same genius. Look at the tribe. Look at the subfamily. Wuja has done extensive work in this area. Putting that together. Maybe we'll have to rerun that again. But see the species is Homo sapiens. And come to this right here. But Ben was talking about Miss Plies. Let's come to the genius. Hold on. Oh man. Shoot, where's the genius at on this? I go back. Go back to the genius again. The lolly, go the lolly. I'm holding that lolly. There you go. All the bones. The guy keep acting like ain't no bones. Can't be so that you said that though. Here I go, see? The genius is homo, and the species is not. Lot- y'all really want to play this game? I'm going to show you how you really play this game. What y'all want to type in? Let's type in a damn whale. Type in uh, a whale. Hold on. Par- Paranthropus. Right, hold on. I'm going to do something that's, that, 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 ain't, that ain't nobody. I'm going to type in a whale. Oh. I'm going to show y'all something. Anybody want to play? I'm teaching my son now. I'm teaching him body playing. Let's let's look at the gym. Here you go. How about a bear? Animal. See what they have in common. Homo sapien is an animal. He's in the same kingdom as a whale. Y'all don't believe me? Uh, Mm -hmm. Phylum. Chordata. Watch this. Phylum. Chordata. Wider. What's what's that? Any at let's say it says chordate is an animal of the phylum of chordata. During some period of life cycle, chordates possess the what? Noctal cord. Y'all know what it is? Spinal cord, dorsal nerve cord. Right? Whales got the same thing. Humans got the same thing. Homo sapiens got the same thing as a daggone whale. Then you come all the way down here and of course it, it clap mammal. A whale is a mammal. Why is a whale a mammal? Mammals are vibrate animals, right? Uh, constituting the class mammalia. And characterized by what? The presence of mammal gland, ma- ma- mammal glands, which, which in females produce what? Milk for feeding and nursing their young. Yeah. Fur, they got hair. Neocortex, all right? And I ain't reading this from the, this is a whale. They got all that. And they got that little ear. Whales aren't good hearers. They can't hear well because they got that little bone. This is what really separates a mammal. They have that little bone between their brain and their ear. That little bone there, which is terrible for hearing underwater. Whales can't hear very well underwater. That's why they use the, the, son, the sonar. So this proves that whales was on land based off of that little bone because this little bone actually helps you to hear real well on land. 
There you go. And we could just do this forever. We could type in a B A R. No, I, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna trip everybody out. How about a monkey? Does anybody want to play the monkey game? Let's play the <laughs> like playing monkey. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody like to play the monkey game. Oh, the monkeys, 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 monkeys. Yeah, the monkeys, monkeys, monkeys. Let's see what a daggone monkey is while y'all playing. Here we go. I'm monkey. I'm monkey. There you go. It's an animal. It got a spinal cord. It feeds its young with the breast. It's a primate. Oh man, here we go. What order? Uh, uh, this is a human, y'all. Human. Look, it's an animal. Got a spinal cord. Feed their young. Got their little 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 bone between the ear. Look, primates. I tell y'all that. There you go. Whale is not a primate though. See, this is a whale that I can't even pronounce that. What is that? Oh. Artodactyla. Did I say that right? RTO Dactyla. Uh, I was close. That's what that is. That's the order that's in. But yeah, yo, this is easy work for everybody on the on families. Yo. Like we like we just get it, dude. So Hey, hey, Chef, you want to add something? How about you, Wuja? I can't hear you in mute. You're in mute. You're in mute mode. Yeah, I just wanted to say is uh, um, y'all absolutely right. There's a process that you go through. Um, I remember reading Walter Williams' book, um, and he before I heard y'all argument, right? his argument was compelling to me because I I had a lack of a knowledge. You see what I'm saying? So his argument about meta, uh, about the decipherment, even though it, it made no sense, at the time I didn't know it ain't make no sense. It sounded logical according <laughs> to the information that I had. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. after y'all, you know, beat that for a couple months, you know what I mean? It was like, okay, yeah, well, people could, you know, figure that out. You know what I mean? From the different stellars and comparing the length, the way y'all end up breaking it down, it, you know what I mean? So it is is almost the same, you know what I mean? We be having a blind spot when it comes to certain subjects. And we gotta realize that. Um Master Sergeant, I, I don't know if he trolling or, or what. In the uh, in the chat, because he keep uh, you know, having something to say about everything that y'all present. You know <laughs> what I mean? So Ooh, I got yeah, him. I, I got mean, him. So I got go him. This is what I want everybody to do. I want y'all to go to YouTube and type in your inner fish. I got you. Get your kids watch this. This is the lesson man. My son is on. My son asked the question over day. Well, Dad, well, where did humans come from? I know they're just gonna pop up. So I took him to the tetelect fish. 
You're in the fish. Go watch the video. You're in the fish on PBS. All right. Oh, oh not not the tickle, not the tickle list. Yeah, we're going there. We're going straight there. Oh no. That's how we're doing it. Everybody want to the one that can walk on land? Yep, the fish that does push-ups. That's how y'all yeah. want to do it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I read about that. Yeah, I heard. Him. I mean, I can also show you a, a dinosaur with wings. I can show you that too. Mm. Mm. A, bron a brontosaurus type that had wings. <laughs> That's ones they don't tell you about. Yeah, they said the T Rex had feathers now. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> the one I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that that messed me up. <laughs> now I didn't know that until I took that class at Duke and he showed the fossil. I was like, what oh, the hell? Yeah, birds are dinosaurs too, ain't they? Mm -hmm. Yep. And they could tell by looking at the leg structure. Dinosaurs. Uh, all them big yeah. ass lizards, all them birds, dinosaurs, all of them. Yeah. That's crazy. <clears throat> yep. Big ass T-Rex had feathers. Could you imagine that? That's crazy. Man, when he showed that <laughs> joint in the class, man, I, my mouth was gaping open. I was like, what? Like a big ass chicken chasing you. Yeah. <laughs> I, what the hell? <laughs> oh, big ass no. chicken. I'm, so, I'm glad they died <laughs> out before we came about. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I ain't want none of that smoke. Man, I think I can find a copy of the book, man, real quick. Cause I heard you saw it. You say, show me how I will walk on walk on them. I'm going to show you something. i just get to it, damn it. It ain't the only ones. There's a lot of animals used to be on land and then for some reason say, you know what? We're gonna try that water over there. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you can look at the hippopotamus, their their feet are becoming yeah. web. Yeah, their feet are starting to become weird because they spent so much time in the water now. So they can yep. see the gradual change already that started to happen in the hippopotamus. Well, that's the, that's the animal you don't want no smoke with. No hippo. Mm -mm. Hell no. Water and land? Oh, no, we got problems. Mm -hmm. Nah, you don't want no smoke with that. And they say they, they kill more Africans than any, anything else. Yeah, yeah, How you going to get man. away? They fast and they can swim. Yeah, you that's can. crazy. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. You're in trouble, man. This is slow. I mean, you running from this thing. You like the water. I'm gonna get away from him in the water. Yeah. <laughs> and then he get in the water. <laughs> he like, oh my god. Right. I should have stayed away. Did Did y'all see those hippos coming after that boat? Or was it? What was it? Hippos? Yeah. Oh, I ain't see that. Yeah, it was a YouTube video. Some white folks was messing around. The, hip, the hippos got real close to them, man. Almost got them. Man, let, me tell you, man. let me tell you, man. When you go on a safari in Africa, it'll change your perspective. You see what how the big these animals are? Like, uh -uh. Huh? Yeah, I think it was a furrow killed by a hippo. On a boat. I, I heard something about. Um, oh, yeah, um, yeah. I forget which pharaoh got. Yeah. Yeah, he was Damn. killed by, by a hippo. Yeah, boy, don't do it. On the Nile, on his boat. I ain't messing with no hippos, man. <laughs> uh, mm -mm. So they been killing niggas for a long time. Yep. <laughs> nature been <laughs> killing Back people Farrell for a long Steve. time. <laughs> people act like nature just great and be one with nature. And all. Look, man, right, right. all right, you oh, better respect man. nature. <laughs> 
Oh, that's the worst. You better respect nature. That's the pseudos, dude. Pseudos like natural. You're not natural. It kill you. It killed 99% of all living organisms. Ain't no hippo. Ain't no hippo eating on. Ain't nature boy. They love him. <laughs> I'll tell you something, man. We went on that safari, and I, I got face to face with a rhino. I said, "Why would you want to hunt this thing, man? No, that thing was so big. I said, nah, bro, you crazy, man. I'm not doing it. What made them think you? Oh, you was you went on safari to go hunting? Nah, we went on safari to just see the animal. Oh shoot! But in like a bus? Yeah. No, well, it's not a bus. It's like a, it's like kind of like a Humvee with the uh with the top open. Oh, you white bugging, bro? The little gate, the little cages on the side. Oh, hell no. Hmm. I I did one in uh Senegal, and then I did another in South Africa. South Africa had the lions, though. I was like, oh no. I'm staying in the I'm staying in the truck. Yeah, I don't, I'm with no smoke with them. <laughs> Boy, you don't know how big a lion is until you <laughs> I don't want no smoke, man. I they used to have the lot they had lions that used to be the size of tigers in um North Africa, but they went they went extinct. In uh, they about, North Africa, they about the five times the size of tigers now. <laughs> <laughs> now they're a little smaller. The, the, the uh, yeah, the yeah. tigers of the, the southern Sahara is a little bit smaller, yeah, that's true. Than, ti than tigers now, yeah. But the ones that lived in North Africa, right, they were actually the size of tigers. Hey, y'all, did, did you see the lions over there in India? They got lions in India, yeah. They probably imported them. In, after they migrated, they, they, it's a fact. And look, they don't kick out the males. Mm. Oh, they all stay together. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Mm. Nature's nature something else, man. If yeah, you want to be in all of anything, you know what I mean? Like, you don't even have to get spooked out about, you know what I mean? Uh, no, no God or anything. You can look at nature. It's all there. It's all there. It's all there. And when you see a hyena up close. Oh, man. Like that should eat you up. <laughs> I'm like, man, what? First of all, I'm thinking, about what is this? What is it? Right. <laughs> is it a what dog? Is, is it a bear? Is, like, this, is, this a, is this a dog? Is this a cat? <laughs> what is this? Oh man! You look it up. Yeah, it's that, me that, though. Right. Oh, so this is own thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! Nope, don't want no smoke with that either. Nah, you don't want, want nothing with that hyena. Yeah, they'll run you down. <laughs> yeah, man, what, what, is was so big, man. Uh, what, what is that close? It's neither a dog nor cat. I know it's neither a dog nor cat because I thought they were dogs. Right. They nah. They they not. Um, and they're not in the Canaan family at all. Nope. And they're not in the feline the family. Feline right. Right. They, right. They, they, they like their own little thing. Is it? Is yeah. it related to a bear? 
I don't know what it is. Nah, it's just it's like his own little species. No, it gotta be related. Ain't nothing just. I know. I all. know. I was glad it was in a cage when I was looking. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God. Hey. Nah. Hey, yeah, their bite is like harder than a um. A lion, yeah, they bone crushers. Hey, hey yo, did, did you know a jaguar bite is is like the it's like, it's, it's the strongest bite of a land animal? Yeah, jaguars ain't no joke either. That's I didn't know jaguars could swim either. Hey, yeah, until they I got, saw a they, video of one. They can and climb trees. They get it however they get it. Yeah, they could bite the head of of a of their whatever and crush it, crush the skull. No, thank you. Yeah, the Jaguars are no joke, man. Yeah, they 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 the king of the cats, though. Truth be told, because of their their ability to um adapt, yeah, to adapt to any um uh what's the name? Yeah, here you go for everybody who's playing the game. Here you go. Let's play the game tonight. Here you go. Here you go, whale skeleton. Can y'all see the screen? It's loading now. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, here we go. Everybody want to play? Well, let's look at his hands. Let's look at his shoulder blades. Same damn shoulder blades you got, whether you like it or not. Now, what extends for the shoulder blades? Y'all can see it. Look. Let me make it bigger. See? One bone yep. extends to the shoulder blade. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody listening to the show has one blade. It has one bone that extends from their shoulder blade. When you get to the elbow, see the elbow? There's two bones. Yep. Everybody listening right now. You have two bones that extend from your elbow to your wrist. By the time you get to the wrist, the whale's wrist, look, there's many bones and fingers. Look at the fingers. There you go. Metacarpus. See? Same thing. Ain't no running. Then you see his legs are kind of tucked in. They kind of, because he don't use them more, they kind of tucked in. See? Hold on. Yeah, but that would be so crazy because, you know, we never seen it. But, you know, that'd be so crazy to see a whale just, <laughs> just out there. On land. Okay. It's the same thing. There you go. Look at the arms again. See, one bone, two bones, many bones. Look at your arms right now, ladies and gentlemen. You have the same exact body plan. There is no getting away from this. You're not going to be able to run away from here. And just in case you thought you was going to run, I'm going to hit you with this. There you go. There's a tech of that fish right there. Look. See? On the shoulder blade, one bone, two bones, many bones. Look at that. Look at the dog. Same design. Same thing. Look at the human. See that? Same design. Same design is over with. Nature is tinkering with designs. There you go. You're not going to get away from that. It's a tracing the arm bones from fish to humans. That's the fish up there, the tether like fish right there, straight down to humans. Yeah, explain that. You're not going to be. You do the same thing with the horse. Remember that when the horse was, was small and it had different type of hooves? Yeah, yeah, that's real. Yeah, right. The feet, it was fingers, and, yeah. It, and it went. <laughs> yeah, it looked like fingers, and then over time, they became hooves. Hoof. Yeah, yeah. It was better for them. To, oh man, yeah. Where you at, Sarge? You still in that chat room talking, or you you? <laughs> you're done. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, that's Sarge needs to turn in his ETS well. paperwork. Yeah, you're done, Sarge. I hope I hope Sarge retired. He retired, Sarge. <laughs> Mass Sarge gotta be retired. We'll be leading our troops with that pseudo-ness. 
Yeah, Sarge, you out of there, son. What's next? Oh, man. You asked Sarge, you're gone. Yeah, you done. <laughs> no, that's not evidence. Fairy tale mess. All right, man. You just be talking. <laughs> yeah, you're done. He's seen them fingers, though. He couldn't deny those fingers, though, Ben. <laughs> he tried hey, to man. he tried to everything yeah. evolves man everything evolves from from humans the animals the plants and even the viruses so so getting back on uh you know vaccinations one of the reasons why they tell you to get vaccinations is you know that flu when you was two is a different flu now. Oh man, I told you that flu. Hell, even even HIV is evolved. Facts. They told me they got it. They got some new case of HIV now. HIV two. It's a, they called it. What did they call it? Hold on. Let me let me look it up real quick. Yep, whales walked on land, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. I told you, we know they walked on, on land. Be, be Scientists discover new strand of HIV in nearly two decades. So this is new, new strand of HIV. HIV super infection. Wow. It's a condition in which a person established a human Immunodeficiency virus infection acquires a second strand of HIV, often a different subtype. Everything evolves. Doesn't matter what it is. Dang. Everything evolves. And he wants to get rid of vaccines. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Unless you come up with something else. Hey, I'm open. So whatever else you got, what else you got to show me? What else you got? And you got to show me it works. Cause red marine algae, divine prospect. Huh. What? <laughs> divine prospect got some stuff. <laughs> yeah, what? That red okay. marine algae. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Divine got a bad. Look, look, man. I understand, and, and and for some things, don't get me wrong, natural things can work for some things, for yeah. some things. Cool. You know, doctors will tell you that, like when I really messed up my knee in the army, instead of uh, continuing to take uh, NASDs, doctor told me to get some uh, glucosamine chondroit. You know, that's more natural because if you keep taking NASDs, you know, you're messing with your stomach lining and you can develop an ulcer. So he, he, you know, the doctor directed me that way. You know, fish oil, black seed oil, good for joints, right? Got you. But once you get AIDS, black seed oil ain't going to kill you, is what I'm <laughs> trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not a catch-all, you know what I'm saying? Like, a curl. Yeah, it's not a cure-all, man. Like, it's, it's not, you know. Yeah, the LAC, too, the LAC. The hard and 
a guy in the chat room asked about the LH the, the LHC. Yeah. All right, collide. Yes, yeah, the particle. Collide them particles, bro. Yeah. And they realized nothing could go fast and speed like they thought maybe they could, but they didn't do it. They didn't do it. Nah, they nah, they they up there, but not yet. So that's, gonna, that's gonna be hard. That's gonna be hard to defeat. Yeah, I tried to tell I tried to tell you, um Sergeant, Staff Sergeant, why we know Wales was on the daggone land because they got that little bone in between their ear, yo. Like seriously, yo, like it's the little bone. I ain't gonna get into the feet and the legs. I'm saying the bone in their ears was not made for stuff <laughs> in the water, bro, at all. Hey, hey, uh, Sergeant said it's just a theory. And I asked him what a theory is. He said it's uh, speculation. Uh, <laughs> I'm done with him. I'm, I'm, <laughs> he too behind. He too behind, yo. Yeah, yeah, behind. I, I think he trolling at this point. It don't yeah, even. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I'll try because you shouldn't it. be against everything. You know what I mean? Like it gotta be some balance. Some he ain't against Dr. Gotta agree with, you know what I mean? If you just going against everything. Nah, not Dr. City products. He, he loves those things. Oh, do he? Yeah. yeah, well, see, we already know what it is then. Oh, uh, he ain't say that, did he? Uh, yes, he did. All right. He yeah, said all right. that we did we wasting our time. Uh, yeah, we are. Yeah. Hey Ben, what happened to you and them Dr. Sadie products? <laughs> Not a damn thing. <laughs> and I bought eight of them. <laughs> damn. Was taking them. See, see, I don't talk about this a lot. Maybe I should start. You know, I, I've yeah. been through all them stages, man. Like, I did the vegan thing. Did the Dr. Sadie diet? Right. I started having some health problems. You hear me dying laughing. I didn't have before. Oh my God. You know, and, and that's, you know, that's just my experience. You know, I I I, I lost the damn wisdom too because of that time. <laughs> damn. How you that's, do I mean, do? I mean, because it rotted from the inside out because I depleted all my vitamin D levels. Right. Wow. <laughs> And I mean, that's real. They had to yank my shit out in Iraq. They had to yank my shit out. And this is how it broke. I was eating a damn piece of pizza in my teeth. Wow. <laughs> Nothing hard. <laughs> a piece of pizza. Shit went. Next thing I know, I'm chewing on teeth. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. You remember I was actually every week, you like, man, I can't even play basketball. I'm out there playing basketball. Yo. Yeah, man. I was getting injured from the slightest, <laughs> the slightest fucking collision. My shit would be hurt. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out what was going on for a long time. <laughs> I mean, I go, I go for a run, my foot hurting, you know? My, I, I bump into somebody, my shoulder, you know? <laughs> My shit was breaking down. First, and I'm glad, I'm glad the first, the first big sign was my tooth, because it could have been my damn arm. <laughs> hey Ben, man, you was calling me, you was like, you don't fall apart out here. Yeah. <laughs> fall the goddamn part. <laughs> I'm hurt. I don't know what's going on. You know, what did Sergeant say? He said, I'm going I'm to hurt. the doctor, Joe. He said, I'm gonna go to the doctor, Joe. 
I, I ain't had no choice. And, and this is what scared me. When my tooth broke, it was so rotted, it didn't even hurt. Wow. The nerve endings was gone. Wow. Yo, come on with that, man. You crazy, yo. I said, oh, no, something yo, that's wrong. Crazy, something yo. wrong. Yo, that's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, precautionary tales for trying to be a vegan, because there was a vegan. I'm like, yo, you sure you want to do that? <laughs> I, uh, for a year and a half, I did it. For a year and a half, and and right. at first, right. at first, I felt great. At first, felt great, right? But that That's shit caught up with me about eight months. That shit caught up with me. Yeah, because you wasn't supposed to continue it, yo. You, yeah, you do it in stages. Yeah, yeah you don't supposed to. Yeah, continue. I didn't do it. I went cold turkey. Oh man, yo. meat. Stop eating meat. Cold turkey, you know. Straight <laughs> vegetables. Straight, you know. <laughs> It just didn't work for me, man. A long term, long term, yeah, long term. It didn't work for me, man. So, I've been one for six years. He go for a dunk and leave his fingers up on the rim. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and, and you know, I don't try to say that you know that's that's gonna happen to everybody, but I'm just sharing my experience. You know? the that's the for me. <laughs> Let me. I, I couldn't. I couldn't sustain it. My body type couldn't sustain. It. <laughs> Let me show y'all what's going on right here. This is my favorite article right here. This article is charlatan. This is a charlatan. <laughs> <laughs> what is? Hold on. What is he doing in the picture? <laughs> standing up on. Standing up on a chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, a charlatan is a so-called swindler, a mountain back. I don't know what that is. It's a, a mountain back praising <laughs> quackery. Look, praising quackery or some similar uh, uh, confidence trick, right? Or deception in order to obtain money, fame, or other advantages via some of the pretense of uh, a deception. Synonyms, charlatan, skack, skalker, quack. Shyster. Shy, my fault, shyster, quack, or faker. What is the mountain <laughs> back, yo? Monty back, Monty back. Okay. Monty back. Okay. Yeah, here you go, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Monty, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Monty back. Here you go, Marty ladies and gentlemen, back. ladies and gentlemen. Infamous individuals. So on the Wikipedia, we have infamous charlatans. Who and oh, what do you think now. makes this list? Wow. Let's come to this guy. Let's come to the third wow. guy. Wow. On the list is. Oh, I'm going to kill him with this. Uh, Alfredo Bauman with wow. this. Alfredo Durrington Bauman, better known as Dr. Sebi, wow. was a Honduras herbalist and self-proclaimed healer, also practicing in the United States for a period of late 20th to 21st century, Bowman claimed, claimed to cure all diseases with herbs and the vegan diet. Practice Dang. scientific information, pseudo-scientific information, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mr. Bowman. Is your I did not know this. Here you go, vegan diet based, based on various pseudo-scientific claims, Right? And denied that HIV caused AIDS. <laughs> what? Treatment center in Honduras. Then yeah, man, you didn't know that? New York City. 
Yeah. If he didn't do blood work, how could he even come to the conclusion that uh, HIV oh, didn't man. cause AIDS? I don't understand that. Yeah, hey, uh, what's the He's blood equal? He's considered a quack. There you go. Hey, Chef. Oh, I did not right know they right had a moment. What they call the blood of plants, Chefren? Oh, the bl man. the blood of plants. Yeah, the equivalent. There y'all go. Chlorophyll. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does a chlorophyll test. <laughs> <laughs> so every time, wow. every time, every time the fake Doctor Inky bang on me, I'm a bang on Sadie. Doctor Sadie. Doctor Sadie said broccoli wasn't real. Right, yeah, right, crazy. Like I, I'm like, yo, some of the stuff that he was saying didn't even, like, man. oh man. He said cauliflower wasn't real. He said cauliflower didn't have carbon in it. Uh, I said, yo, it's not too many things in the. That's the the building block of mostly everything in the universe is carbon. How's not gonna have carbon in it? Uh, I'm like, yo, yeah. He said that uh, they was all hybrids. Yeah, he said it was all hybrids. Which, which you know, broccoli started out as wild cabbage. Oh, and mustard. I get what he's no. saying. Whoa, 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 whoa! Mustard. It was a mustard seed, mustard plant. I think it's cabbage, bro. Uh -uh. Look it up real mustard. quick. It's mustard. <laughs> you know I know that. Look it up real quick. Uh, it's mustard. It started as a mustard plant. And it, and, and it evolved through artificial selection to be broccoli, right. cabbage. Uh, so that, that was his thing. That was his thing. He didn't want nothing that was uh, bred together. That was his big thing. You know, yeah, supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. He said it wasn't real. Like, I didn't understand his terminology. Like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> uh, it wasn't medical? <laughs> yeah, it is. But in the same video, he was saying all of this stuff. He was smoking weed. I'm like, yeah. yo, yeah. seriously? Yeah. I'm like, yo, seriously? You're talking yeah. all this hell stuff, but you inhale and smoke right, into right. your lungs. Yeah. Like every like, but this, but this is yo. this is the kicker though. This is the kicker. So we, I mean, uh, Doctor Savi was big on mucus, right? Mm -hmm. Mucus was the uh, was the root of all diseases. What does smoking weed do? Build up phlegm. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> right, like it's crazy, yo. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah. So let me get this straight. He was running around weeded up with a lot of phlegm in him, talking about, hey, mucus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This guy was off, man. Like, I don't, man, I look at his videos, right? And I'll be like, yo, what did people actually see in this guy? Like, ah. Oh, I'll tell don't... you, you remember, you remember the lecture when he was uh, talking? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You remember the lecture he was talking and he dropped on his knees and got back up? Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what sold me right there. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, because he he said he said you didn't need uh calcium, uh, right? For yeah, your bone, right there. I'm by yo. You came a long way, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy yo. <laughs> yeah, I was sold on that one. Hey, oh, I, I seen that. I we thought it was, was a quack. Right. I said he's a quack. 
Unk, we was both right, man. It's in the cabbage family, which is it's got mustards in here as well. <laughs> so we was both right on that. Hold on, let's get to the gist of it. Yeah, but explain how explain how he got back up, man. Yeah, he dropped on his neck. <laughs> man, <laughs> man, it was a trick, yo. <laughs> right. He ain't even do that, yo. The trick camera, you know, that old man ain't jumping his knees like that. Boy, <laughs> 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 you trick, yo. <laughs> table wasn't a real table, it was something, yo. Trust me, yo. Hold on, Ben. Yeah. Is, what What are some examples of plant ever? What a real table. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a real table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, if you look it up on Wikipedia, it says it's an edible green plant in the cabbage family, medium sized, economically important for flowering plants known as mustards. Nah, what do you want out of that, though, is what I'm saying. Hold on, man. I'm playing. Let me get this right. Here you go. Artificial selection. Evolution of wild mustard plant through domestication. All right. So you get what? Okay. Okay. You yeah. right. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you can follow. Here you go. Y'all see it? Can you see it on the screen? No, nah, you ain't sharing. Right, hold on. Where you at, Sean? I can't believe Sean's so damn quiet. Right here. It says evolution of the wild mustard through domestication. It says mm -hmm. artificial selection. Humans are selective agents. Uh, the many different varieties. Uh, what's this? Yeah. So you see the cabbage. Yeah. Selection for termin terminal blood. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's what I was that's talking. It, it, that's an evolved to kale, broccoli, right. cabbage, right. like you said, turnips. Right. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's why doctors say just eat the mustard plant. Don't eat it. <laughs> nigga, stupid, yo. Wow. And we just need to say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? We just need to come flat out and oh, say, doctors say you were stupid. I, I just say, man, that the brother did not understand science and he said a lot of things. I mean, he you said know, he didn't read books. He said in one of his videos, Damn. I don't read books. Yeah. Dang. But he was talking about uh he was talking about uh the um the chemical compounds and stuff. I'm like, well, how do you know these terms if you don't read but with, did that just pop into your head? Like hey. so I you you're a liar. Like you are a liar. Like ain't no this, such thing as melanin either. You can't man. you can't remember, you can't forget that one. Hold on. Yeah. Um, Ain't um, no such thing as melanin. Hold on. Arrest and controversy of death. On the 28th of May, 2016, Bowman, Bowman and his associate Pablo Medina Gambino were arrested on charges of money laundering at San Juan Manuel Guacamaya. I can't even hear that. Guadalajara. Yeah. Yeah, they, they came into the country with too oh, much money. Man. Yeah, they had like $200,000 in the book bag. Right. So, because so, let's clear this oh, up because man. people will say the government killed Dr. Oh, Sabre. The flu number one, <laughs> number one, he wasn't in America. Nope. That's number one. In Mexico. So, you know, that's, that's, that's not our government. You know, number two, if you try to do what he did in the United States, you're going to get arrested too. You know, if you ever travel from outside the country, when you come back in the country, 
they got that customs form. What? It's a little blue form. Wait a minute. And you got to declare, on, if you man. got over $10,000, you got to declare that. Yeah. He so did. he tried to, he tried to, you know, get in the country with the money and not declare it. And he tried to give half to his associate. Right. So he can take some money. So they said, you know, it'll be all right. It wasn't all right. Uh, they locked him up for that. Why he keep trying now, to be because of his strict diet, he refused to eat. Now, the man contracted pneumonia in the jail. So they said, okay, we'll take you to a hospital. Somehow, he convinced one of the drivers to take him home because he don't go to hospitals, right? So when they found out he was home, they said, what you doing? He said, I'm healing myself here. He said, no, you gotta go back to jail then because we told you to go to, you could go to the hospital. So he went back to the hospital. I mean, he went back to the jail, refused to eat, still sick off pneumonia. And that my friends is a recipe for death. He already an old man refusing to eat and you have pneumonia. He killed himself. He killed himself. He killed himself. And now they, they can't even admit that shit. Yeah. I understand your diet. I understand your diet, but you looking at survival, man. Mm -hmm. look, look at this, yo. You gotta eat. So he was known to have been married twice, and at the time of his death, he had 17 living children. That, that's a key factor right there, yo. When you start having 30 and 15, 20 children, yo, you're, you're doing something. <laughs> oh, no, you, you, you. oh you, hey, hey, you know firsthand, don't you? You know yeah. firsthand from, from old York. <laughs> yep, yep. You start yeah. having over. What's the number, yo? What's Shout the number out. when you become crazy? Like fifteen and above, yo, you out your mind. You doing fifteen? <laughs> yeah, you you you're gone. There you have it. Thanks. Shout out to Minister Inky. I'll be banging on Doctor Savior for the rest of this month. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm banging on your teacher, yo. That's how I'm gonna do that. I'm getting mad. That'll bring a basically by y'all. Yeah, if a light all of them gonna go crazy. Yeah, that'll smoke them all out. Smoke them into well, a tree. you know. Smoke you know, when, when people when people don't agree, it's sad that the first thing come out of their mouth, you know, such and such is an agent. I want people to start asking them what do they mean by that? Oh what? What the hell do you mean by agent? You working you working for the government. Do you mean I'm working for the federal government? Or do you mean I'm a provocateur agent? Or do you mean that I have just some ulterior motive? I never get the clarification on that because it's clear that nobody works for the federal government. Thanks. Nobody. I mean, we coming to New York getting hotels like you. It's clear I don't work for the federal government. <laughs> What the hell I mean, you at, Wu? Where you at, Wu Jack? Wu Jack You know, it's it's just crazy, man. Like, Wu Jack will come. Federal federal agents. I've met federal agents, people that work for the government. Mm. You would if if Unc was a federal agent, you wouldn't know his real name. 
Hell, I wouldn't. You even wouldn't know. know where he lived. <laughs> you wouldn't know. You wouldn't. You know, he it would be very limited in his interaction. Right. You know, and and one day he would just be gone, and you wouldn't know why. Yeah, that's how. That's do. agent stuff. Yeah. They ain't gonna be you know, around you know, twenty years in this motherfucker. I've been hanging out with y'all twenty years. Yeah, you—that's not a federal agent activity. Like we know Unk's real name. Like when they was trying to, when they was pulling up your court case and all this other stuff. Like you can't do that with federal agents. Pull up my court case, been locked up. That shit would have been. That shit would have said no results found if he was a federal agent. Right. Oh, man, I, I just realized, man, that say anything, we can't beat none of them. And after we start banging on him, it was a crowd of. Intelligent people start diving out the woodworks, beating us up. So let's just call him the agent. <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, I guess on. that's what it is. You know, federal government. And when you work for the federal government, you get a you get a government identifier. You know, you get you'll be like a GS this, GS seven, GS twelve, GS fifteen. That's mm -hmm. public knowledge. Mm -hmm. Like, 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 I know people that have jobs like this, like, and then what federal bureau do you work for? Is it the FBI? Is it the CIA? Which bureau? They just say agent, like, like it's supposed, it's all encompassing. Like, think critically when people say stupid shit just to push an agenda. Ask questions. Well, how do you know? Where's the paperwork? This craziness, man. This craziness. Yeah, it's definitely, um, they definitely just be talking crazy, man. Where's my chips? They definitely just be talking crazy, but that's what they do. It ain't even no, um, I, I was know. talking to the guy uh, to Hawker Bay earlier. Oh, God. Oh, oh man. man. Look. Man, tell, you were talking to who? To Hawker Bay. <laughs> he went crazy on me, right? Of course oh, he did. Right, he right? went crazy on me, right? Hey. And he was like, well, I'm in Baltimore, like, and he told me where he was at. And I'm just, I, we, we on Garfield Channel. And I'm just like, yo. Like, I know, like, I know Moors. Like, I never heard of you. Like, I just told him straight out. <laughs> I'm like, I know. And he go crazy. I'm like, yo, why is this dude so hyper? He was like. Hey, man. Wujawu said it earlier, man. We we sleep on mental health as well. Yeah. Boy, he tried to get tough. Some of these people is. Yeah, he told he gave me his address yeah. or whatever, right? And you know, told me, you know, well, I'm on Fulton Avenue, this, that, and the third. You know, you can come press my hand or whatever. I'm like, yo, I'm not like I'm not <laughs> coming to debate you about your religion. Yeah, you can be a Muslim all you want. You feel I I'm saying we're not Moors. You feel me? Like, I don't have no problem with you being a Muslim. I'm saying we're not Moors. You, your religion is your religion, but you're trying to say that we are more. I can disagree with that. 
I can't disagree with you being a Muslim. That's your religion. But we're not Moors. You can't put that on all black people. You ever seen like, him before, yo? He looked crazy. He got a hat. The hat, the hat too, too small for his head. <laughs> well, you talking about like the fans? One day I was in Baltimore, right? He was like, what? I'm I'm sunset. I was like, nigga, where you at? He was like, huh, what? Nigga, I'm in, I'm, I'm in a junction. He hit me with some shit he hit you with. I said, nigga, I'm coming to the junction. Nah, I'm right. Like, no, I was like, damn. I showed up with a chick. You know what I'm saying? Of course she had that thing in the pocket, but that's just how she rolled, right? <laughs> Pulled up in that fan. I said, so where you at, yo? I'm here. Huh? No, you I said, nigga, I'm right at the gas station, yo, I'm here, yo. He pulled up, like, I thought you was just gonna be, yeah, I ain't no man, get out, come on, man. Nigga, I know, come on, nigga. Stop. Yeah, he definitely, I definitely told him I'll pull up, though, I definitely told him that. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I'll come down for Avenue. Right, but I was just like, yo, why is you so yeah. hyper and, and animated over that? Like, yo, I'm oh. saying we're not more, yo. Like, how was that such a, I, I don't get it. Ah, ah, man. Yeah, we was on the show. I, hey, what, what, what did I tell you earlier on when you challenged these people information? Yeah. It's an attack. You said it right. That's how you know they're it's in a cult. Attack. That's, how, that's how you know you're in a cult. Yeah. When it's attack, when you can't even just simply disagree, when you can't just express your opinion or ask questions or, or just say, hey, I got a question about that. And they wild out on you like that, yeah. Or they say that you disrespecting them, or you in a cult, yeah. Cult, that's cult activity. Because can't nobody be number one in the cult but the cult leader, and you cannot question him. <laughs> yeah, they can't. I don't want you to question me. I'm, I'm the prophet. I'm the, I'm the closest thing to God. You can't, you can't question me. Mm -hmm. That's how they operate. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you ask a question or you disagree with something, now you banging on it. But it's disagreeing on something that's disagreeable, something that you can have contention over. Like. Nah, nah, you, you disrespecting me. Then you trying to be, you trying to skip Hey, Stephen, that should be funny to me. Niggas be trying to scare me. Yo, what I'm saying, nigga, I'm from the street. Yo, we say about it. Oh, nigga, get out of here, nigga. I nigga, get up. Yeah, all right. That make me press back hard. Yo, they start talking. That shit, I always walk. How through. about how about when we went to uh, what was it, Philly? Dude said he was gonna shoot you in the chest. Oh man, we showed yeah, up, people. Yeah. We showed up the deepest Army Ross squad conglomerate to date. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think the only person that wasn't there was Wuchawu. <laughs> everybody. Yeah, yeah, he tried to threaten the nigga. I'm like, nigga, I'm coming to Everybody come. was there. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. They everybody was, was, was there. That was whistle calling. Don't come to Philly, the Muslims. Uh, the, the Muslims. Man, showed right up. City, Shepherd. That's crazy. I say, we showed up deep. Yeah. Everybody. Yep. Minion City, nigga. <laughs> Hey, even, even Reggie was with us. Yeah. Everybody. I forgot about that. Yeah, we showed up. Yeah. And he wasn't nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. <laughs> Nigga ain't even show. Chef and shit was funny as shit. 
Nigga, where you at? Where you at, nigga? I'm here. Yeah, yeah I was at the same, yo. Remember that? Niggas been trying to threaten me out the city, yo. I ain't trying buying it. Mm -mm. Yeah, we, we gotta start looking at certain claims, right? When 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 the Abo said that we wasn't African, right? Mm -hmm. We looked at their claim and we walked it back to the source. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? When the Moors, when the Hebrews said that we were Hebrews and we were Asiatic, we looked at what they were saying and we walked it back to the source. You dig what I'm saying? Like you should be, if the Moors say that we Moors, we look at their shit and we walk it back to the source. That's, that's logical. You think what I'm saying? Like, how is that an issue? Like, ah, oh, man, these, these people crazy, man. They crazy. All right, look, time for me to get off this joint, man. Any closing remarks? Let me start with you, Brother Black, because it's a pleasure. I stayed on here as long as I knew you was on here, boy. You said you were the pleasure to have you rock, yo. You ain't rock with me in a while. Yeah, you my man. Ah, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a minute. Um, hey, plus you coming, you coming back to Atlanta too. We are gonna start doing them joints at the uh, at the Black Dot too. Go about yeah, that. let's do let's do one in April. All right, bet. Let's do one in April, man. I need right, to bet. I need to do that, and uh, we can make it like a journal uh, signing and a presentation. Right. You know. But uh, closing remarks, man, I just want to say uh, I appreciate all the brothers and sisters that was on the panel tonight. Mm -hmm. I appreciate everybody worldwide that's promoting, you know, real information with uh, sources that can have intelligent discourse without, uh, claims, right? you know, when, fighting. When, when the apples... Oh, okay. Uh, Without the fighting and the madness, uh, I hope we get to a point where we can start putting on the beats. Somebody, somebody got to mute their mic. All right. Uh, I hope we can get to a point where we can have constructive debates without the foolery, without the uh, without the battle rap uh, format, and uh, I just hope that we can learn to disagree without you know the malice and the and the and the name calling in the ad hominems man that's my really that's my hope not only for 2020 but you know just for us going forward because we've had enough of that man we've had enough of that brothers preach unity all day but as soon as you disagree with the information now they want to try to you know threaten your life and stuff and mm -hmm. that's not that's not the behavior or the character we need to be exhibiting in the community. That's not the example we should be setting, uh, uh, setting for children and the next generation coming forward. So we all got to check ourselves on that. So, uh, you know, health, power, African liberation as always, man. I'm out. All right, brother. Miles Clan William, man. Appreciate you both stopping through. Yeah, Shefford, man. What you got to say to close us out, bro? Another good show for the start of the year. You know what I mean? Good way to uh, try to link everybody up and see how you're going to press forward for 2020. Mm -hmm. You know, mark your direction, which way you want to go in it. You know what I mean? I think y'all going to do big things this year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Keep giving people good information. 
you know, I'm here for it. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what's up. Yeah, we're gonna get a stronghold in Baltimore, yo. Yeah, definitely. We need that, yo. You yeah, know what I mean? That real work. You know what I mean? A lot of people want that real work, bro. So we're gonna definitely get a stronghold in Baltimore. It's time to do that. Mm. You know, shit, my enemies. <laughs> oh, shit, my enemies. Yeah, we we definitely yeah you get get that Baltimore jumping again, man. I seen the people need it. Mm -hmm. like that little crowd that came out for the vaccine debate in um in Baltimore, man. They was <laughs> left though. They was very unsure whether they should continue not to not you know to stop vaccinating. They was very unsure that they was no longer. They came in thinking that they was mm -hmm. not vaccine, and they left like man, huh? Interesting. They never heard black people push back on it. Yep. That, that's the issue. Mm -hmm. You feel me? They just listened to the dude like Kitty. You did yep. what I'm saying? Yep. And they never heard nobody. They, oh, yo, you sound like us, yo. You yep. feel me? Mm -hmm. So the fact that you sound like us and you could push back on what y'all was saying, you know what I mean? It, it mm -hmm. got to make people, you know what I mean, step back for a moment. You know, so just mm -hmm. keep doing what you're doing. Trust me, it's needed. Mm -hmm. it's, it's definitely needed. You reach people, you know what I mean, that other people can't reach. Politing them, yo, they talk too fast, yo, is, you know what I mean? It, yeah, it, it was, it, it's too much to it, you know what I mean? I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's too much to it, yo. You need somebody to slow this shit down, yo. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Slow the shit down, yo. You feel me? Let's learn together. Where you at, Wuja? You still here or you gone? Where you at, Wuja? Wuja? Wuja been dead. June, I know you ain't still on here, is you? No, you gonna just unbind still on here. There you go. June. That's a good show. Good show, um. Damn, you been on all that time and ain't say nothing? Yo, sleep. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be tuned in. I don't talk a lot, but I'll be tuned Damn. in. Damn. <laughs> Hell no, I skipped all over June. No, it's cool. It's cool. Most of the time I was listening in, you know, I had to put the little one to bed and stuff. And okay. Well, I'm on the West Coast, so that's we, right. We, uh, uh, you got a closing message for us, brother? Oh, uh, just peace, peace to everybody listening. Once again, shout out to you, Aunt. Keep doing your thing. Mm. It's much appreciated. Mm. You need to be you need to be live more often. I'll be watching these other shows like, man, I wish Uncle was live. <laughs> so whenever you got time, man, and, and that's that's on us too. That's on the, everybody else. You know, we gotta support each other, support support each other or die. That's right. So, We're gonna do right. this once a month, yo. Everybody gonna come together once a month and make sure of it, yo. All right. Yep. Once a month, all the fans gonna come together that everybody know, nigga, that everybody know it's good around here. If you attack one, you're attacking all, yo. It is what it is. Yep, that's good. Where we at? Yeah, that's where we at. Sorry, so, right, I'm gonna say Shimon Hotep. I hope everybody leave with satisfaction. Peace. 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 We had them, boss. Need to fade out to your boss. All right, well, look like it's my, me and you, Shepard. Let me say my. Let me say my. Uh, uh, I knew you were gonna pop it up. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Any closing words, Brother Wu John, since you got your way, yo, making sure everything organized these days? Any finishing words, bro? Yeah, just uh, those who listening, um, be on the lookout. First quarter of this year, hopefully by April. Um, new publication that you see on the screen. It's called The Ancient Egyptian Orthography and Grammar. First edition, a synchronic description, or excuse me, a synchronic descriptive grammar of the older speech of Kim. You have Seshmetanetra, which is writing system, and writing Kim is the language. And uh, so this book is going to be um, as a textbook for the grammar, for beginners level and grammar. Everything's going to be in this book. All right. So that should be by um, April. And also, in the meantime, uh, I'm starting a new uh, new class group, a beginner's class group for January. So if anybody's interested in learning the language, uh, definitely contact me or you can go straight to saberuniversity.com and that's S-E-B-A university, one word, saberuniversity.com and register for the beginner's course. Um, every month I, I get a new class group. So the way I do it is that when people show interest, I'll, you know, group those newcomers into a group and we'll um, go weekly. We have live sessions where we walk through the lessons and, uh, you know, answer all questions and make sure that you're progressing in the lessons pro appropriately, but it's actually self-paced. All right, so I'm starting a new uh, class group for January. But uh, other than that, man, listen, this year, um, we better organize the truth or else I don't want to hear anybody complain about pseudos because I'm, I'm going to call everybody a pseudo. Uh, if, 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 if people don't start organizing the truth this year because, you know, um, you know, when you say your opening um, line every time, you say, you know, a well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time. Ooh-wee. Now, if you were just to take that as a soundbite, like just that right there, it can go both ways. It sounds like you're rooting for the, for the pseudos. <laughs> uh, if, if you think about it, like, if, like say it. Go ahead, say it. Do, do your thing real quick. Nah, nah, you <laughs> go ahead. No, <laughs> no. I ain't rooting for them no. damn pseudos. No, 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 no. I, I, I know you're not. That, that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Uh, I'm just saying that sometimes we say stuff so much that that it kind of, we get numb to it. But listen, this year, 2020, we better really do the counter to what you, you're saying. Because you're saying a well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time. Ooh-wee. It's almost like you're happy that the, the well-organized lies defeating the truth. I, I know you're not, but I'm saying, so we got to flip it. We have to flip it. We have to, we have to organize the truth. And if we don't, I don't want to hear nobody complain. Mm. I don't hear, if, if, if I don't see more books written this year by, by people doing these investigations and, and uh, research and stuff, uh, I don't care how, how many pages a book have, man. Start publishing your, your findings, you know, in an article or, or book. And we'll just support each other, but man, do that for real because we we rehashing these old arguments over and over and over again. But if you write a book, at least you don't have to take the time anymore. You just point to the book, say, "Hey, okay, I dealt with that in that book. If you want to know my stance, there it is," and then keep it moving. So that's all I have to say. Hope people um, catch on to that. And we just press forward. Hey man, appreciate appreciate everybody hit the cash app man. I uh, appreciate you, Brown, man. Black African Power, man. 504, JW, top level, man. Hey, Black African Power. Dice, man. 1017, man. Black African Power, man. Hit that cash app, man. I appreciate y'all, man.
all day long, man. Once a month, we're gonna make sure all the families come in the building, man. Uh, yeah, New Orleans in the building was good, was good. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate everybody. I appreciate all the support. Um, we're gonna keep doing this thing, man. And just like Uja say, man, you pseudo if you ain't organizing that truth. You pseudo if you ain't writing it down and putting in some good books. You pseudo if you ain't taking your time. You know what I'm saying? Putting together the information, man. Make it quality, man. I learned that from Wujab, man. He come up with the quality shit every time. So I appreciate that, man. Appreciate you, Sheffron. You know, the pseudo killers gonna stay on their heads. You know what I'm saying? No matter what they say. Trust me, when we finish with this, man, they gonna know exactly what it is. So, you know, appreciate everybody for coming through, man. I enjoyed the show tonight. It was powerful. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, hit that cash app, man. Appreciate that. And uh, yeah, y'all know what it is, man. Yeah, we out of here, man.